Coming up next is Dave Hill. Listening to the goddamn Dave Hill show on WFMU. Now on a flipping Monday. You notice, folks, you notice how this, what this show is like. It, this is not a show. This is called a bacchanal, an orgy of talent. Then. An orgy of talent before I get into things you just heard Fantasy by Aldo Nova of course it's one of my guests this evening he's going to be in here very shortly before that Black Sabbath Supernaut before that the Flying Burrito Brothers Dark End of the Street before that Ace Freely with Rip It Out And before that, a little song called Angel Witch by a band called Angel Witch from an album which is called, let let me have a look here, that's right, Angel Witch, all of which can only mean one thing. Hello and welcome to the goddamn Dave Hill Show with me, Dave Hill, the pride of Cleveland. 
private dancer and assistant secretary to the Don Seleski Appreciation Society Flin Flon Chapter. Hi, how are you? I'm immortal. Thank you so much for asking, and thank you for joining me once again for the Goddamn Dave Hill Show. Coming to you live each and every Monday night within reason from 9 p.m. to midnight, which is to say, the witching hour. From right here in Saucy Studio A here at WFMU, home of the hits. I have stopped hitting that button. I'm really sorry. Located right in the heart of picturesque downtown Jersey City, New Jersey. The crown jewel of uh, this particular few blocks of northern New Jersey. Anyway, as always, we have a glorious program in store for you tonight. As I already mentioned... Aldo Nova, a uh, rock legend, will be here tonight. He has a brand new album out, his first album in a really long time. It's called 2.0, and so we're going to play. You'll be hearing that a bit later. We're going to talk to him. He walks among us. He's in the building. Um, I, I got him a glass of water myself. So there. Um, so he's going to be down here very shortly. Comedian Nat Towson is going to be here later at some point when I decide to let him in the building. I don't know when that is. Probably, you know, after 11. As always, I encourage you, if you have internet access, and really, why wouldn't you? Go to WFMU.org, where right now, sexy singles are chatting away about everything and nothing at all. Flying V, Amy, Lilith, 21, Jake Gould, Monstrositor, Chad from Oregon or Oregon or whatever, however you like to say that, Irma Gerd, the list goes on and on. Go in there and join it in the majesty and mayhem of this program while you can. Um, Follow me on Twitter at Mr. Dave Hill at Mr. Dave Hill. You can tweet at me during the program. Uh, Why not? I I don't know what else to tell you. Rate and review the show. Subscribe on iTunes. And I'll go there and read the reviews. And that'll get me through the day. Go to DaveHillOnline.com to find out when I'm coming to your town. uh, And when I would like to come on over to your house and rifle through your things. Speaking of which... The number here, that's not a segue, really didn't make any sense. 201-209-9368. My lovely and talented secretary, Ms. Shana Feinberg, is out raising a human baby who I believe is like 26 by now. Danny D out uh, on house arrest again. I, I really don't know what's going on. Why does this song keep playing over and over? Oh, it's not. That's just how it goes. Um, Danny D is out. Uh, I don't know what sort of trouble he got him into. So jumping into the breach once again from parts unknown, New Jersey. James Fernandez, a.k.a. Dez. And yes, as hinted at on the Internet and in the chat room and the comment section, whatever you want to call it. It is his birthday today. So uh, everyone, let's celebrate this bearded wonder 
who I believe is just behind the door. Des, are you out there? There he is. He's he's walking in. Have a seat. Happy birthday. Thanks, Dave. I would sing happy birthday, but that's all right. It's just me. Yeah, that would get a bit weird. Awkward around the second verse. Yeah, though you know we do have two and a half hours to go in the program. The eleven hour does get fun, so yeah, that's when. Uh, uh, anyway, how has your day been going? Pretty good. It's just a regular Monday. We did the birthday thing yesterday, really, with the family. Oh. So today's just a regular Monday. What did you do? Uh, I went for a nice hike in the morning, got up in the hills, took the dogs out. We're, hills. We were going to bowl, but then we just felt lazy. So then uh, just hung out for a while, Went, got some Polynesian and Linden with the family. What's that? The, That's a type of food. Yeah. Yeah. The Lunwa Tiki Bar in, in Linden, New Jersey. Oh, do they have fun drinks? Very fun drinks. Is that a new microphone you're talking into? I, I think it is. It's been a couple of weeks since I've been here, but it sounds great. Yeah. Headphones sound good. Slick. It looks new. I think it is new. It yeah. looks new to There's me. chairs all high up, too. Yeah, that's weird. All kinds of stuff happening. Wild. Um, I had some notes. Oh, we, I, we, have, we have some business we have to take care of before we get into uh, the majesty and mayhem to come. I feel like, well, we have to, the October fundraiser. Yes. Here at WFMU, Home of the Hits, um, is still on. We have, what is it? Another little over eight, what, eight, how many days in this month? We have nine 31. days to go. We're nine roughly days to go. a third of the way. I guess, you know, I was about to go f- flip out and complain that I'm only at 64%, but I guess when you think about it, that's not bad, considering we're two-thirds of the way. That's You're right about on pace. Right on. But that being said, I, uh, you know. Nothing wrong with hitting it early. Hitting it early, yeah. Especially, um, I'm going to be out next week. That's what I hear. So this is, and you'll be in the captain's chair. So um, this is my last night. I'll, I'll be on the air in October to uh, to encourage people to do what they can to uh, keep this wonderful station on the air. And ke- who knows? Maybe we'll get a couple more. I've been on the air coming up on five years. And uh, maybe we'll get some time. The station will have uh, two more new microphones. I don't know. One can only dream. But it can't be done without the help of you, the wonderful listeners. There's um, there's cool T-shirts for 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. You pledge. There's like pick out one of the cool t-shirts for a hundred you get both shirts mm-hmm. and they're both cool designs you walk around people want to make out that's if you wear them around I've, I've tested it yeah you yeah numbers came back good big time excellent so um and then you can do swag for life if you're already doing swag for life that's the best uh, way to go that's the best way to go if you're on it bump up a couple more dollars maybe just swag it up you know yeah. Don't even think Get about it. Get in there. It. Yeah, you don't even notice it. It's painless. It's painless. It's like a... Uh, it's like a quarter tank of gas a month. That's exactly Minimum. right. You wouldn't even know it. What's the big deal? So I have some people to thank before uh, we go on to other matters. Excellent. Oh, great. But go right now to my playlist, which is live, as you know. And... Uh, 
pledge like the wind. And if you do, you'll get to experience this little bit of magic where I thank everybody. Sarah G. in Bethesda, Maryland with a lovely uh, contribution. contribution. See, what will happen? I'm not supposed to say the last name. I'm just supposed to say the initial, but I always slip my uh, slip up. It's good for one or two, yeah. Chris B. Keyport, New Jersey with a lovely donation. Will K. in Montpelier, Vermont. Is that how you say that? I believe so. You're more of the Vermont guy than I am. What do you mean? What's, what the hell does that mean? Don't you spend a lot of time in Vermont? Isn't that where you're, you're, you know, don't they have like an honorary university for you up there? They, oh, you're right. You're right. You're actually, yeah, you're right. I forgot. You need to know these things. I do, yeah. Johnson State. Yes. Uh, that's, I, there's a statue of me there. It's, it, they're changing it to, I can't remember. It'll always be Johnson to me. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Hopefully, I, hopefully they'll have me back to speak to the youths again soon, because uh, I like to influence them. It's a good, you know, get in their heads. Good way to give back. Yeah. Uh, so Bill R. in Hoboken, that's right down the road. Very generous donation. Colin M. It says he lives in Columbus, Ohio, but then mm. in his note. He uh, makes allusions to living in Istanbul. So which is it, Hmm. Colin? I don't know. International man of mystery. Robert E. in Brooklyn. Thank you. Lovely. Adam S. in, how do you say that? Falmouth? Falmouth. Massachusetts. Lovely donation. Jocelyn O. in Orient, New York. Barbara Bobby E. That's two, a first name and a middle name. Or a nickname. That's in uh, Middletown. Very lovely donation. Brian M. in Glendale, California. Beautiful this time of That's year. That's what I hear. Chris R. in New York, New York. Lovely donation. David C. in Brooklyn. Thank you. Joe T. in Cleveland Heights, Ohio. I think anyone who listens to this show regularly can probably figure out who that is. A couple of clues in there. Yeah. Like his name and where he lives. Yes. Tim S. in Chicago with a lovely donation. Jonathan S. in Maplewood, New Jersey. Maplewood, New Jersey. Do you know that is? Yes. Do you ever get out there? Uh, yes. What goes on there? It's a nice little town. They got a movie theater. I, I'd like to. Train station. Maybe I could move to Maplewood and start a new life for myself. You could find a lovely little place in Maplewood. That would that would fit you perfectly, really? absolutely. I'm th- thinking of vanishing soon. Maybe I'll vanish to Maplewood. It's got like a little bit of a European feel to it. You'd That's love what it, I'm though. after. You'd, you'd I, love it. I was just in Montreal for the weekend, where it turns out Aldarnova is from and lives. So I can compare notes. Okay. Um, we'll take him to the him. Maplewood. Maybe after yeah. The show and see what he and thinks. And then see like, how does this compare? Because. Because Montreal is arguably the most European city in North America. That's what I hear. Maybe Quebec City is. I don't know. That'll be just one of the many questions I ask him. Quebecois. Uh, Paul M. in Sunnyside, New York. Thank you. Um, no, no, I'm all distracted. All I can think about is my new life in Maplewood. <laughs> I just want to get out there in Maplewood 
and uh, just start living a very vaguely European life in New Jersey. That's where you, that's where it'll happen. It feels good. The, the possibilities. What else do we have to cover? We have the crime blot. Maybe we'll go to the crime. I have a crime. Remind me. We can't get out of here without the crime blot okay. happening because I have some really incredible crimes. Uh, I gave out the phone number, 201-209-9368. Again, everyone, October fundraiser. Keep this station on the air. Keep great programming on the air. I'm not saying this is a great program. I'm saying the other, how many hours in a week? 24, 7, We could be here night trying to figure that out. 150. A lot of hours. Give it, yeah, hundreds. Yeah, minus three. Yeah. Minus the three that this show is on. At least dozens. Everything else is great. Um, and also, not to get too, tell everyone what to do, but the, the, the midterms are coming fast and hard. So vote. I'm not going to tell you how to vote, but I think if you listen to the show, you know what I would like you to do. Be ready. But uh, vote, and if you don't, I will stab you. Um, no, that's t- I shouldn't say stuff like that, yeah. should I? No. No, that's not. I didn't mean to say that. Maybe like stab you like in your Emotionally, mind. Emotionally, stab yeah. you mentally. Wish no, wait. Cast a pox upon your house? I'll hurt your feelings. Okay. Yeah. So vote, please. Please. I really got to influence the youths. Youths. Um, there's someone on hold right now. Who could it possibly hmm. be? Hello, you're hello. You're on the air. Oh, I'm sorry. Who's calling? Who's calling? Yeah. Hello. Uh, Guy Lombardo's baton. Guy Lombardo's <laughs> baton. He's been sitting on that all week. Guy Lombardo's no. baton. Now. Nicely done. Wait, Guy Lombardo, but that's. Guy, is this the pride of Bensonhurst? It's uh, the peeling sunburn of Bensonhurst. Sunburn. The peeling yeah. sunburn of Bensonhurst. All right. Well, our, our artists, we've we've had a good run uh, the last few weeks with Ing Dave here, the pride of Bensonhurst. Uh, coming up uh, with new peeling a sunburn of Bensonhurst. The peeling sunburn and the artwork that's been created during the show, and then people post it to the internet and uh, you know Twitter and all that. And uh, there's been some incredible stuff happening. So uh, you can't expect much from me. I'm sick now. You're sick with what? Cold. Oh, that's going. It's going around, isn't it? Ingde was telling me he's been fighting this cold off for two years. Two yep. two years. The last time I got a cold, uh, I had the 103 fever. Wait, you've been fighting a cold for two years? Yeah. So you, you've you been feeling slightly ill off. for two years? She's feeling off. On the verge of illness for two really? years. Yeah, on the brink. Maybe you just need a nap or something. Some OJ? No, I'm clogged. You're clogged? Mm. <laughs> uh, it's, an, it's ten minutes past my medication time. Well, you're clogged. What does that mean? Just, uh... Sinuses. Oh, your sinuses. Thank God. That could have gone, <laughs> that could have gone a lot of horrible ways. <laughs> I really didn't know what you meant. The peeling sunburn of Bensonhurst. 
I'm talking to you, Iraq Hellhammer, <laughs> Justin Smith, Dave B. We'll be here till ten o'clock. And you read all the names off. I know. I'm not. I'm not going to. Look, I got to medicate. You mind? Uh, what? You have what? Medicate. You have to medicate. Okay, please. You know, I I did actually, I, I didn't think I'd get to this point in my life where I, I would have a radio show and I would, I would have to warn guests in advance. By the way, people are going to call and do bong hits all over the air during the show. <laughs> as I, you know, as, as I've said. It's different times, though. You know, I've had a, I've had a nice life, you know, I'm not complaining or anything, but um, here I am. I host a radio show where people call in and do bong hits. I mean, How many for free. I don't even get paid. Yeah. I'm yeah, you just offering pay. my services. So, <laughs> spreading the good word. Yeah, it's 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 giving something back. Um, Could you tell me who else does a bong hit besides me? I I don't think has anyone else done a bong hit over there. Mm, not that I know of. I didn't want to. I didn't want to be too specific. You know, I don't want you to. I feel like you've likely. Didn't someone? So people have like smoked joints on there, which isn't nearly as effective. Yeah, you can't hear it. You could just go. You could fake that easy. Yeah, For, yeah. Anyone could do that. People having drinks. Mm-hmm. Caught that. You hear the ice bouncing around. Yeah. Be a glass of water. It's a good. It's a good time show. It's that kind of show. I'm just staying hot. I'm drinking water and coffee, so I can maintain my high energy pacing thing. Yeah. That Until I have. eleven. Until ele- until eleven, where it all falls apart. <laughs> You're not wrong. Not always. I mean, I should just pl- play like an hour long song at eleven every week. It's not a bad there tactic. One of those. I wonder if I could get away with that. Hmm. Anyway, I never, I never heard of an hour long song. They're they're out there. Put on like some Sun Ra album. Everybody yeah. will love that here. Yeah, and I'll be I'll be in bed before it's <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can't take one thing for an hour. As far as songs go. Mm. You're not listening to the right ones then, man. Yeah, man. Man. I'm talking about one song by the same artist for an hour. I could do that. I'd have to be tripping, which I'm not going to do. Wait a minute. We have uh, a great idea has come down the pike. I see this in the chat room. Uh, I'm seeing another Dave Hill podcast behind all of you. Is the screen name? I don't understand that screen name, but whatever. He I was going to ask you about that. Put multiple calls on the air, hitting it. I think he's seeing multiple bong hits. Yeah. What, what were you going to ask me, Dave? Uh, there was something that went on your podcast. What? Oh, it oh. Was the podcasting incident. Oh yeah, yeah. I started um due to uh. The overwhelming demand of six or seven people, at least. Um, I've started doing my my uh, podcast, Dave Hill's podcasting incident again, um, just for fun, because it's fun to just have people over. People are going to come over to my house anyway and drink coffee. Now so you get something. I, I force them to talk to me on mic for an hour. Um, shotgun. Shotgun. What does that mean? You're forcing them to talk to you. Oh, oh, no, no, no. 
just to come over, hang out with me and my dog. It's on iTunes. You can listen it. If you if you can't get enough of me rambling here for three hours, there's additional content out there. Because you know, in 2018, oh, Slick Goldtooth suggested Dope Smoker by Sleep to play. That was actually the first one I was thinking of. Would be the perfect thing to to play uh, for the last hour. But you can't you can't do that every week. I think Matt Warwick has played. I'm sure met multiple people at this station Probably, have played yeah. I mean, that record. Um, but Especially I, with stomach problems. What? Especially with stomach problems. Hmm. What, is, what does that mean? I, I think it means you're in the bathroom for an hour. Oh, oh, and you can just leave it on. But you can you could leave it on with me talking and still be in the bathroom for an hour, arguably. <laughs> right? Not me. No. We should, um... All right, so, Ing Dave. Um, I can't go back in 20 minutes because that'll be past the ID. Okay, well, you, you want to wait until 5 that. after 10. Well, I want to get, get Aldo Nova down here. He's waited long enough. Let's Too get long. him down here. Okay. Um, I'm going to play a song from wait, his new album. Is he waiting it? since the 80s? Oh, but you're I'll... hilarious. You're, you know... All right, Ing Dave. Call back and right. call back and do the station ID. Okay. All right. Later. Ing Dave. The peeling sunburn of Bensonhurst. I'm excited to see the horrifying Well, it'll be incredible artwork with a bit of a <laughs> potentially disturbing image. The peeling sunburn of Bensonhurst. I'm going to play a jam from Aldo Nova's new record, 2.0. See if I'm going to play. It's on CD. I don't use a CD player that often. Not the most skilled at, as anyone who's heard this show before, don't know how to use the equipment very well. But uh, we'll be right back with Aldo Nova. I'm going to go do some crunches. We'll be back in like three minutes. And uh, I love you so much. Oh my god, I didn't do it right. I'm gonna play the next one. Everyone in the studio right now knows that I just attempted the trickiest maneuver. <laughs> that I've in almost five years of doing this show, that was hands down the most advanced. And I failed. I tried to fade a CD while bringing up um, another thing. You tried to fade a song that was fading, and you don't yeah. know where the fade ends. And It was really touching. <laughs> and then the next chord came out. Uh, it was a cool chord. It was art. It was art. Let me yeah, tell you. It was yeah. art. It was art. I mean, I'm number one in my time slot for a reason. <laughs> this sort of stuff. But joining me now here... On the goddamn Dave Hill Show is Aldo Nova. <laughs> Hi, Dave. Thanks for coming. Thank you very much for having me. It's and, an honor. And Des is still here. I'm, I'm not suggesting you shouldn't be. I'm just <laughs> saying you're you're being quiet. I just want the listeners to know that you're alive. Catching up on the message board. Wait, why is your mic... Oh, that one there. There you See, go. See, this is the kind of thing. They fake me out. They press buttons. 
You're on. Your mic's working now. Okay. Um, you ready no, for next a, time? All these errors, Eldo, are. Uh, That's the beauty. That's the beauty in art. It's per- just perfection so, is in the imperfection. Yeah, I don't want people to think that this show is too slick. So sometimes. I don't know how to work the equipment here. It's <laughs> the problem. After almost five years doing this show, i not improved at all. But anyway, um, thanks for coming, and, th- and thanks to Carlo over here. Well, she says she's... Don't... Don't mention her of, name. Don't even yeah. look at her. The name that should not be mentioned. But she's... Uh, <laughs> the name... The secret person who has last week got... It, it, Steve Jordan, that seems, seems it seems like more than a, was it two weeks ago? How is it? What, what happened last week? I don't remember. No, Steve Jordan was last week. Was it last week? I think so. Because I thought it was two weeks ago too. But then when you look on, the, we can't spend too much time dwelling on this. But oh, go ahead. I mean, it's like the fifteenth. You know, I love yeah, Steve Jordan. The fifteenth so, was last week. That's last week. But um, and then now Aldo Nova. She's making a play the for bar, MVP. All by way of saying, the person who doesn't want her name mentioned or even look, doesn't want to, she's raised the bar on this program. Seriously. Because the, before the 15th, let's face it, the guests on this show were absolute garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Each and every one of them. Garbage. <laughs> no, just kidding. That's not true. But um, really no, get really get a call in from one of them. Uh, no, tonight. no, wonderful guests, each and every one, every person who's walked through the door to be on this show. I'm I'm kidding. I will say though that Steve Jordan, and this is not to put pressure on you, Aldo Nova. You have well, for, I'm I'll finish. Your name. You want to say? I want to say both names all the time. Do people do that? Yeah, of course. I mean, otherwise you wouldn't know. It's Which Aldo would be if you don't know if it's Aldo shoes or Aldo cello like back in the days be a guy that yeah we don't peddling want, wine you we know, don't so. want someone thinking there's another Aldo on the <laughs> show um, Aldo Nova so I'll just constant but people always use my last name too I didn't even finish the original thought what I was gonna say is that Steve Jordan emailed me the next day to thank thank me for having him on the show class act. I'm, and, and this is not to put the pressure on you, Aldo Nova, or to take any shots at any other guests I've had on the show. But again, in almost five years of doing the show, how many guests do you think write and say thanks for having me on, Dave? How many, how many guys have your email address? I, I don't even know where... St- well, st- someone, you gave it to him. Okay. <laughs> so we figured that we cracked the mystery on that. She gave... It's still a fine my, gesture. It's a fine. No, I'm not. I'm not. Le- it doesn't lessen it at all. Because I mean, he emailed. Because he anyone could Google me and go to my website and email me, which is he could have done that too. Um, but my point is, most 99.9 percent of guests on this show do not. Maybe I should be thanking them. I do. I mean, I am grateful for all of them, except for all the garbage ones who didn't say thank you. <laughs> They know for who all they the horrible are. ones, but there's no. I'm not all by way. There's no pressure on you to to email me. It, I, this is. I'm I'm remarkably grateful you're here, and I'm a huge fan. And and um, and this is exciting. Your story is amazing. Uh, you you have one of the well. Well, I started the show playing, and I was wondering. I wanted to ask because your your main 
hit, I guess, safe to say, is fantasy. fantasy. Right, yeah. And there's other hits. Well, other you, there's all sorts of hits, which we'll talk about. But that, you know, that is like uh, your definitive, like people yeah. that, when, when. Like, like most people either call me a one-hit wonder, but then when they find out 35 years later that I did the same song, they're going to freak out and go, man, this guy can only write one song <laughs> in 35 years. Plus, like, wh- who was I just talking about this with? When someone, people get called, the only people that call someone a one-hit wonder are the people that couldn't Have zero hits. write even, like, five seconds of a hit. Yeah. They're all just jealous uh, bastards. Plus, that's not true. You have many... Hits yeah. and and you've written uh, songs oh. for uh, people like uh, has anyone heard of Celine Dion? Hmm. Or you you've written with her and produced her? I, I've produced her and written songs for her. Yeah. Like many songs, fifteen songs. Yeah. And Bon Jovi and Faith Hill and Clegg and you know it's like yeah. Not, you know not exactly my, my some of my cup of tea, but you know what they paid the bills during yeah. the years that I was like yeah in like like a groundhog and I hold there. Yeah, I mean that's that's amazing. And you wrote um, with Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah, take me away. That was a song that was actually for my first album, but it, it was called Cycle Ward. And then I didn't end up using it. And then Eric Bloom heard it, and he wrote these like uh, amazing extraterrestrial lyrics to it, and like a science fiction song. Mm-hmm. And I loved it, and they loved it, so they ended up using it on the, I forget what album, but it was it did very well. I, I can tell you if you want. I, the historian. Someone could figure it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, that and and then uh, it's amazing. But well, what was now? I forgot. I was gonna. I was headed somewhere with this. This oh, it started with the one hit wonder what, thing. Well, no, the you said it. one hit wonder. I didn't say that. Do you think I would say that? No, I'm, ju- I'm just saying that, you know, the people that said One Hit Wonder, if they would have heard that, if they hear that I'm doing the same song 35 years later, they would oh, be like, yeah. my God, this guy's like, you know, where's this creativity? That's, you know, it's like. <laughs> oh, the, well, if they, anyone who calls you says that about you, I'll stab them. I know I already threatened. <laughs> I threatened to stab the knives are out people tonight. earlier on the show <laughs> for, for not voting. And I realized that was a complicated thing to say. <laughs> In this current climate, that I'm going to stab people. Things are tense <laughs> for not vote. It's a tense time here in America. Um, and you live. I just got back hours ago from Montreal. Where I you, know where you live. we, we could have done that here, but it wouldn't have been as fun, I guess. You know, because uh, I love to. I love to hear like before I walked in. I love to hear the your, your show. It's just like something else. It's like something that brings me back to when I was a kid and radio was good. You know, before it was all formatted. This is like yeah. This my show harkens back to a time when they would give anybody a show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, getting back to Montreal, yeah, you were yeah. just there, and that's where I live, like forty-five minutes out of Montreal. Oh, you do? Where? I mean, I, no, no addresses. <laughs> no, I live in like, Saint Lazare. Uh, I live in the country, which is like, it's not far from the city. It's forty-five minutes, but you know, I like my peace and solitude, and be able that. to make music for you know twenty-four hours a day without getting any complaints. So. And is it like an idyllic? French Canadian town like uh, Maplewood, like like <laughs> the, would, would you, the Maplewood, New Jersey of where you move? Where you, where are you moving to? Like soon, right? I wa- <laughs> no, I well, I want to move. I mean, I I'm not I'm not talking about fleeing America, but hypothetically, if I were after November sixth, if things don't go well, 
Uh, Montreal would be on my short list. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a great city. Plus, I speak French and I speak Italian, so it's perfect for me. You know, it's like a, I speak the actual, the Joël Québécois there. The, yeah, because it's it? like a different... It's a different language. They like eat, It's like eating with, like, it's t- speaking with, like, uh, while you're eating mashed potatoes in your mouth, you know, hot potatoes. It's like the French from France don't understand you at all, and they laugh at you, but... But but and and that's one of the things I heard the other day is a a, a thing to say is a sac a patate. Did I say that right? No, I didn't. No, but when they swear, uh, they always swear against the church. Like St is the host, Tabernacle is the tabernacle, Calis is the chalice. You know, so it's like everything is against the church when they swear. Mm-hmm. Us is like you know I don't know what the uh, like FECK is for unlawful carnal knowledge, but you know it's like you have to know that you know so yeah. But I mean it's it's a it, it, they have their own thing they have their own food they have their own culture and they they protect their culture which is good I mean you know they really like you know it's like French you know uh, Quebec for the Quebecois and yeah, and then I, I learned a word yesterday, cabby, uh, or cab like. Like a, instead of short for Quebecois, I guess. That, like this, um, a friend of a friend said, "There's a lot of really Kebby stuff." <laughs> is this you? Is, was he an Engl- she, was he an Anglo? Was he an English guy? That uh, she was a woman. She's uh, she's honestly she's from Saskatoon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's not a French person. But she, but uh, oh yeah, I loved it. I oh yeah, Montreal is great. Plus in the summer they have the jazz fest, the comedy festival. They yeah. have. Uh, yeah, it's just like it's very European. You know, it's just a, it's a great town. We have um, the number here, by the way, is two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. There's a call here that just came down the pike. I'm here with. I'm getting better at this, where I remind people if they're just tuning in who I'm talking to. Aldo Nova, who has a brand new album out, two point I'm saying the album, the new thing. Then we get the spike. The s- in sales, meetings have worked. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's. Do you want? Should we take this call? I take see anything. Let's go see. Hello, you're on the air. You're listening to the Goddamn Dave Show Show on WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, ninety-one point nine Rockland County, New York City, and you're in the little matrix of the big matrix at WFMU.org. Is this the peeling? What is it? The peeling sunburn of Benson? Yes. Yes. Um, how, Ing Dave, you're you're on with with me, Dave, of course, at Aldo Nova, and Des. Uh, how you would just called a few minutes ago? You sound way more stoned than you were then. <laughs> <laughs> the bongs get bigger, and uh... yeah, I'm more now. How come you you do you have what happened to your guitar? I thought you would oh oh. Oh my gosh. What are you smoking? Purple Kush, uh, Alien Kush. Uh, Golden Kush. Golden Kush. I figured it was some Golden Kush. Does it have a lot of crystals on it? That's a, is it pretty crystallized? Is it, uh... That's frosty. Frosty. <laughs> Amazing. Hey, you sound pretty frosty yourself now. So. <laughs> he is. The, I'm uh, surprised I got the idea out of the way. Ing Dave, uh, E-Rock Hellhammer has already produced a drawing for the the peeling s- sunburn. sunburn of Bensonhurst is deeply disturbing. <laughs> um, but I, I've, it's, I've retweeted it on Twitter. Um, I'll check it out then. 
and, Na- and Nathan Rhymes with Satan on Twitter says, well, we didn't need, we already knew this, but he says Aldo Nova is a pure delight. Mm-hmm. Ah. If you're anything like me and need constant, nonstop validation. This is the place. Uh, I constantly look at all the message boards that are live during the show and, and, um, he Thank puffs you. up as it goes along. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, so Ingdave. Uh, keep, keep up the good that. work. I have a question for Aldo. Okay, go ahead. Right ahead. Did you make a lot of money from the uh, residuals of fantasy? Um, because MTV played it like every hour. Oh, that back then on TV didn't pay uh, didn't pay any royalties. That was the whole oh, thing. Man, they had to figure that out. Oh, really? Oh no, they didn't pay royalties at all. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I got completely shafted by uh, Sony, and uh, and my managers back then. So, I mean, I made, I had sold two million records, and I got off the road, and I couldn't even buy a house because the manager had sunk all my royalty money back into the tour. So I got off, and they told me, "Well, you can't buy a house, can't afford it." So I mean. Uh, there's not that much, and now the money's just like, you know, you can't make money in music anyway, so money was never my objective in making music. Was m- making music for me is like a, a passion, it's not a job, I don't do it to make money, but the money helps. At least I can, I can, I, I can you know, earn a living doing what I, what I love, so I'm pretty lucky. You know, yes, like, that's lucky. I was doing that for a little while, but it wasn't exactly what I want. It was a wedding band. Hey, wedding bands. Uh, no shame w- in that. Was it an Italian wedding band, or was it just a regular a top forty wedding band? Um, more like mafia. <laughs> mafia. <laughs> Tell me, there's video of him gaming a wedding band. <laughs> I would form a wedding band right now to getting Dave in it. <laughs> I would. And what was your name? What were you called? Ingdave? It wasn't really anything to be called. We just did mafia weddings. <laughs> it was the band with the name that shall never be out of it. <laughs> yeah, you can't have a name. Wow. We did one bar mitzvah because uh, one Jewish guy was in the mob. It was always, as usual. Well, Ingdave. It's been a delight. As always. <laughs> Last week, what, so his first question right out of the gate is asking him how much money he made. Right. Very, you know, that's like the third question. It's not the first question. Yeah, whatever a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people want to know. I mean, you know, there's guys that make money, there's guys that don't. He, it, what, you know, I was watching, um, I, I, rem- I hadn't seen the video in a while, but, and I went and watched it, and, uh, and, um, I love, uh, well, there's a lot of things I love about it, but there's the guy who's ca- who has your Les Paul before you oh, him, land yeah. in the helicopter. He's, like a re- he's a recurring character in all my videos. He's like the geek, I mean, you know. Yeah. He's like, we're probably one of the only, I, I was probably one of the only ones that used to have videos with the recurring character back then. He was in, like, Hold Back the Night. He was in Monkey on Your Back. He was in Fantasy. And, you know, he, we, you know, I used to ask for him specifically. Did you get to know him at all? Not particularly, but I mean, you know, all these movie, all these videos were done by a guy called Richard Casey, and he used to mm-hmm. actually direct B horror movies, and that was what his specialty was. So that's why everything looks like some sort of a science fiction B horror movie intro. Uh, 
helicopters, uh, monkeys, baboons, yeah. uh, black panthers, and it's perfect. It's it's like um, it ticks all my boxes for what I'm. Like, it's catchy. Cool guitars, great outfits. You have the leopard skin on. Oh yeah, but you know, like I said, uh, uh, back then it was a much less politically correct time. So when I sh- when I got out of the uh, helicopter with a skin tight leopard suit, I mean the guys were not very flattering with the names they used to call me. The girls dug it, and so. But by the time I got to the guitar solo, it was fine to go. Well, I'll let him slide. He's cool. You know? Uh huh. <laughs> no, I I if I had a leopard skin. Uh, what do you mean if? If I have some out, you know, I have some outfit. I don't have that particular one. I need it. And then the the uh, the laser comes out of the guitar. That's mm. pretty cool. The whole thing. Well, you've seen the video. I don't need to explain <laughs> it to you what goes on in your video, but it's an exceptional video. And and then also, I don't know if I'm getting. Uh, I probably maybe I'm starting to sound stone, but I. Uh, it's also uh, uh, lyrically, it's like an existential uh, reflection that you don't really. I don't think it was happened a lot. Life is just a fantasy. Well, uh, when I wrote that song, it's because I was. It was one of the first times uh, because I had done my demos. I was sort of getting a deal, and I didn't have that song yet. But they invited me to New York to to check it out, and you know, I, I was walking down Forty Second and Broadway, and. 42nd and Broadway wasn't exactly what it is now. I mean, back then it was like porno shops, porno, you know, hookers. The good old pimps days. everywhere, yeah. I mean, it was like, you know, you could buy, like, uh, anything. You could, you know, you'd see, like, anything on the street and lights and neons. And so that's everything I buy, is, everything I write about is autobiographical. So that was, like, my uh, impression of what I saw that night. So That's awesome. It sound, it sound, that's what it sounds like. That's what it is. Perfect. Well, Ing Dave, we're going to It's medication move. time. It's Medicaid. Do you want to leave us with a little something? Yes. Again, just so you're clear, Elder Nova, a lot of, when I started in comedy, a lot of my friends are now in big movies and television shows, and I host a radio show where people call in and do bong hits. A person calls in. But I'm in. fine. Yeah. Things are fine with me. Sure. I'm okay with this. My life is going fine. Just say you drew it up. What happened? Ing Dave, I feel like that wasn't real. Well, I heard him do a bong hit. I guess that's all we got. Is he still there? Or? Almost. You still there? <laughs> let me ask you, you, let me the... a question. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever tried dab? Dab. No, I would, though. <laughs> <laughs> but do you even know what that is? Of course. What is it? The, the resin, the wax. Oh. It's more pure. Oh, that's like a that's a new thing, right? It's yeah, it's like a new thing. I, I personally, I don't smoke, I don't do drugs, and I don't drink. But my daughter, my daughter, no, I don't. Uh, I haven't done it for like uh, fifteen years. But and, I mean, I've done enough for ten lifetimes. But my daughter is a connoisseur. Me too, but I still do it. My daughter is a, a connoisseur. I mean, she knows everything. Every every she gets like the best weed. She does dab. She's like, you know, she's five foot tall, weighs a hundred pounds, got eighty seven tattoos on her. She's like a kick ass metal drummer. So she knows all about this stuff. My kids. Well, I'm moving to Canada. Well, Canada they just legalized pot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. October seventeenth, they legalized pot, so you can get uh, weed. Like, you can go by in there and buy one hundred twenty grams of weed. Well, you know what I noticed, like, but even like, when was I there? 
like when they when they I was there like sometime in the last year, maybe more than a year ago, and they already had the weed shops open. No, they just opened. They are so disorganized. I mean, they, they don't even know. And the weed shops, it's not like they have them like in the, the places in the States where you have a nice counter where you can ask the guys, where you can look at the stuff. Everything is behind. It looks like a pharmacy. So, And you can't ask the person about any advice. You have to go on this iPad and they sort of give you the percentage and what it is. And then you got to give them a sort of a slip. Then they give you your prescription. But, uh, candy but, store to me. Oh, so you can't you can't ask questions about like I'm gonna watch Spaceballs later. What should I get? <laughs> no, nothing like that. Well, you, you can ask, ask the, I, like, the iPad, but they're not they're not equipped for it. I mean, <laughs> they probably don't. A lot of people don't even know what that stuff is. But you know, they plus they ran out of stock the first week. They, you know, the the government didn't like plan that there were so many people that smoke weed in the in the country. So they're like they're completely out of stock almost. So it's like oh man, got to give Nils a call. Yeah, Nils. Nils. I, th- I think Nils. We may, oh. we may be in luck. Ing, Ing, Dave, can you call back in twenty minutes? Yes. All right, we move. Bye. All right, we'll talk to you soon, Ing, Dave. Let's, uh, let's move. Two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. This is the goddamn Dave Hill Show. I'm here with Aldo Novo, who has a brand new record out, two that just came out on Friday. Des is here. It's his birthday. We happy birthday! Thanks. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Oh, it's <laughs> from Merrickville, Ontario. Now this is a gift. Hey, Niels. Hey, how's it going, boys? Good. Good. It's going well. Yeah. Yourself? Oh, awesome! Is that is that you, Aldo Nova? Yeah, that's me. Oh my God, my my son! You are like the like the foundation of all I listen to. Ah, thank you very much. Dude, I remember, like, fantasy, like, when I was, like, uh, I was a young child, and my, my, my older brother made me listen to it. He forced you? Like, he, well, he, <laughs> he made forced, me record he forced it you off listen. the radio. I remember when you could do that? Yeah? Yeah, that's why I, like, double tape it. But, like, like my, my big super question is, like, okay, life is just a fantasy, but... Like Blood on the Bricks, it came out like uh, like years later. You know this call's coming from Canada now. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. So you know, you know, weed is like uh, legalized now. So yeah, so Blood on the Bricks came out. Let's see, in 1991, Fantasy came out in 1982. So uh, I can't count yeah. that fast, but that's like almost nine years. How much? Nine years. Two to nine, nine years. Yeah, checks nine years. Out. That's yep. nine years. Nine years apart. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. There's a mega. There's like a big growth in between there. But like, I remember, like I remember when Blood on the Bricks came out. It hit me like a hammer. Yeah, that, then, that record would have done better. But grunge came in, you know. I mean, I love grunge and everything, but grunge killed all the what they call the supposed hair bands. You know, it's like. So, but uh, yeah, that record w- was a good record. That about it. Yeah, well, the, the energy behind it, like I, I really, really enjoyed it. Like. I don't know. It may have been a precursor to, you know, like everything going well. <laughs> In your life? Yeah, totally, man. Like, I was like, let on the bricks! Let on the bricks! And he's like, it was just like, yeah, yeah, I, I can live by that, you know? <laughs> can you, uh, uh, Brian Whitley, who does, does the podcast version of the show, I'm, I'm going to ask you to 
create a sample of milk. <laughs> <laughs> he cuts out little samples. He's just being castrated. Blood on the bricks. <laughs> Please make a note of that. Send it to me. About the hour and 19 minute mark. <laughs> but, like, well, that, that's, that's where I lie. That's where I lie. I'm like, I want to know, like, I want to know more. Like, like, what was that song about? That song's like, about, like, that song's like, about gang war in uh, oh, L.A. Oh, Jesus. Really? Yeah. <laughs> You oh, sound, man. You sound disappointed. You sound disappointed. What did you think it was about? Uh, like just, you know, protesters on the wall. Uh, you, back in ni- 1991. No, no, I'm just, I'm just joking. I, that, that's why I'm asking. I really am trying to recapture my youth here. And, like, I want to know, like, what was... I, I can only assume that, like, Blood on the Bricks was maybe tough stuff. But uh, tough stuff. I don't know. You said? I, want, I want you to say it, man. Like I don't know, but like, dude. Well, you know, blood, blood on the bricks is like about the the gang wars in '91. They were out of control with the bloods and the crips and all that stuff in L.A. And where where, where were you? Were you living in L.A. at like um, before you moved back to Montreal? I was living. I lived in San Fran uh, in the, the Bay Area in 1982. I lived in uh, Huntington, Long Island. Uh, till 85, then I was living in Montreal, and I, the record was written in Montreal and Jersey, and then we recorded uh, that song in uh, in L.A. So we got the, the you know, we, we were listening to it anyway, it was all over the news, and it was about gang war, and everybody was killing themselves, and there was blood on the bricks, and that's where we came up with the title. Mm-hmm. So, like, now, like, with this, uh, that's, like, I mean, Christ... You're right, speaking decades, but uh, your latest music. How do you feel? Like everything's cool, Todd? Like you're. Oh all... yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm really, I'm, I'm like so, I'm like so proud of my new album. I mean, it's not, I'm not like you know. I think the new album that I did is like, it's um, it's I've taken, uh, I took, uh, the album came about because in April first, two thousand seventeen, was the thirty fifth anniversary of my first album. And so what usually what bands do with that is that they take their their records and they just remaster them, re-cue them mm-hmm. and change a couple of pictures and do whatever. And so I knew that was that's what Sony was going to do. So when I turned when it was my birthday and when I turned 60 in November 2016, I said, "Well, you know, I want to do something special for that, you know, 30, for 35 years for me that that record put me on the map and brought made my dreams come true." So, I said, what what can I do personally to make that that day special for me? And I said, "Well, I'm just going to take it and I'm going to keep the songs, the innocence, uh-huh. and I have 35 years of experience and just recreate everything from scratch awesome. and turbocharge everything." So, I, the first, the the new record has uh, six songs from the first album and one new song called "I'm a Survivor." And it's like hyper turbocharged versions, you know. So, yeah, well, we, we're have to, we'll have to play some more of it in a little bit. Nils, I have to ask: Are you in your garage right now? Yeah, totally. Yeah, one hundred percent, I am. <laughs> All right, this is just a, just to have a vision in my head. I, and uh, Nils, uh, interest of full disclosure, he, I met him through this through what you're hearing right now calling in but then we he we met up in Montreal so oh, he, he did? was part of the man he came to Montreal this weekend as well Nils where are you where are you where are you at now in uh, Canada oh, I'm in uh, Merrickville Ontario Really is it cold over there because uh 
when I left, it was super cold up there, and actually, it was actually the snow was actually starting to fall a little bit. Yeah, yesterday it was. Yeah, it was. It was flakes and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, if you could ever stop talking on the radio, I could pretty much give you a weather report. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> apologies. It's, 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 a, it's a little bit bitchy cold. It's a little bit bitchy cold. Did you say, no, say it's bitchy cold? Oh, totally. There's an edge. But uh, okay. overall, like, uh, like the garage door's half open, so, like, the cigarette and other smoke, you know, <laughs> disarrives. I don't know if that's a word. But, it, uh, yeah, yeah, we're, like, uh, we're really happy here. Dis- dis- uh, I'm going to check on that. I would assume, like, Mr. Aldo Nova, that, uh, like, we're, like, upper Canadians, but, like, totally, like, you know... Harkening by our beers and uh, love in the fall, you know, like holding on to the tendrils of like a beauty, beauty. Oh no, autumn. I mean, uh, no, autumn is fantastic. I mean, the leaves and the trees. I mean, I wouldn't trade that for anything. As a matter of fact, you know, my band. Are you speaking about Blood on the Bricks? My whole Blood on the Bricks band, uh, Phil X, uh, Howie Bertolo, and uh, Tim Harrington. I found them in Mississauga, Ontario. By the way. So oh. they're they're all Ontario boys. That's <coughs> oh really? Yeah, they're from Mississauga. I've never I've never made love in Mississauga. <laughs> Have you made love in New York? <laughs> what what? A, why did... why ask a fool the question that everyone knows the answer to? No, but like yes. Um, it's deeply disturbing. I, I don't would know what's love. Happening. I would <laughs> love. If you could like, if you could like, like I don't know. If there's like instruments in the uh, area that you're with Dave Hill with right now, but like, uh, can you play another tune like from your new album? Like, yeah, we're do you have any to. rock going on or what's going on there? Yeah, jeez, quit barking out orders. What? <laughs> we let's play another one. Play heart to heart. Play heart to heart. All right. We're gonna do it. No, I'm. I'm, uh, Nils, do you want to call back when the song's over and and, uh, give us your thoughts? I'll try. I'll I'll sneak up and get the last beer out of the fridge. (laughs) (laughs) I can. You know, I can. Are are you hiding from your wife or something? Uh, Oh, I I gotta like do some mundane stuff, but uh, yeah, Mister Mister Aldo Nova. Give her nails, man. (laughs) You don't understand how important you are, eh? Like, if my brother hears this, like, we're going to have the time of our life. So, he can. He can. It's so amazing. It's so amazing that you're, like, doing music. It's great. Could you, could you, uh, can you get your brother to call too? We could get dueling, uh, Oh yeah, that would be, be great. We could do like a, a Canadian trio here on the. That magic. will be a big negative. Big negative. Uh, well, well, you don't get along he, with your brother. He he's the anti me. He's the. We no. He doesn't ever have. Does he have the accent? That's all we're concerned but about. The thing is, when I tell him that, I talk to the dude that, you know, rocked. Final Fantasy, like life is just a fantasy. Like he will, like I. Regardless, let's uh, let's 
let's just roll out another biggie from the new album, I think. You're, he's, you're a better DJ than I am, I think. Savvy this, pro. Let's roll out another biggie from the new <laughs> album. Are you friends with Inde? Because I'm sure that's what he's doing right now. <laughs> no. But let's uh, do it. My, uh, Inde, who's not, you know, like I've never met, but like he's probably hardcore into turning the faucet on. The faucet. And relegating. And... Uh, Water flow right now. I, I don't know. I, I, got a, I got a feeling about Ingdave. Uh, that, that could mean a lot of things. We're gonna, all right. Look, we're going <laughs> to play We're going to play heart to heart. All right. All right. All right. All right. I think you, bo- you boys carry on with your radio behavior and, uh, yeah. Okay, we're going to play heart to heart. Give a call back in a little bit. All right, man. All right. Thanks, Niels. <laughs> Thanks, Niels. Baby. See ya, Dave. Right. Aldo. Nova. See you later, man. See ya. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> I think something's going on, like, because I, I swear Ingdave got exponentially more stoned over a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. And over the course of that call, that call, Nils was... But much you, drunker by the end. Do you of know it. that Raymond Kurzweil was talking about exponential uh, learning back, I think, 40 years ago? He said that uh, we're now learning exponentially, which means that what used to take us 40 years before to advance now takes us one year. That's why before we didn't have cell phones and we had like rotary phones oh. and stuff like that. Now, within one year, we have like super smartphones. Like we have four quad core smartphones, and every year they get smarter. So, it, it, you know, it, within, it'll take us half a year to get that much. So that's exponential growth. So God knows where we'll be in 10 years. Whereas before, that would have taken us 100 years. Yeah. So it translates. So that's where and that's where Indave is now. You know, it's like he's he's growing exponentially. So within the, within the space of five minutes, he gets more and more stone. He gets <laughs> he gets a stone like in ten years in five minutes. Yeah, but I, and Nils, yeah, I think he went from like a, a half a beer to six beers in the course of <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> well, from what I was hearing, but I mean, no complaints. He sounded great. Um, all right, this let's let's play heart to heart and. Uh, I'm going to put my skills to the test. We'll be right back with Aldo Nova. Wait, what happened? Oh, Jesus. It's, it, it's, it was all going so smoothly. But it was artistic because you called somebody a liar without even knowing it. I really, liar, thought, I had, liar. I really thought I had that one. <laughs> that was Heart to Heart by Aldo Nova from his new record, 2.0, which is is um, new versions of a handful of songs from your debut debut album, plus one new song, and it just came out Friday, and it sounds great. And then you heard a, a second of "It's Too Late," right? And See, it was it was I'm... it was too late for you to do the fade on that one. <laughs> no, but it was, it was, that's the sad part. It, it I had I I thought I was out of the woods. I thought I had it. And then there, there's too many buttons. There's <laughs> two buttons. Yeah, it's one too many. There's one too many buttons. <laughs> one too many. Man. What now? This 
your conversation with fellow Canadian Neils about I've never what was I never had sex in Mississauga? He said. That's what he said. Yeah, and he said that supposedly uh, the obvious answer was that either he did have sex in New York or he didn't. We don't know. That was a, a question mark. He a left cliffhanger. But now it started yeah. in, in the chat room. People are now talking about all the places they did and did not have sex. <laughs> to, it's a highbrow and what's, program. Uh, let's look at, like, what is the most common place that people have had sex, apart from their bed? Um, let's say, like, what location? Oh, a uh, car? <laughs> Where? No, no, no. Like, let's say, is it Arizona? Is it New York? Is that what they're talking about? Or oh, the well, sexiest place? It seems like, yeah, mostly geographical locations, not... Well, that's what right. I'm talking about, geographical locations. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, where th- where's, the most, where's the most popular one? Is it Miami? Is it uh, Los Angeles? Is it New York? I wonder. Where is the most amorous city? Where is it? Isn't it dark in Alaska for a while? I want to put my money in Alaska because it's always night and it's always cold. So there's nothing could to be do. No- it could nothing. be Norway. That too. <laughs> yeah. Any, anywhere above that line. Yeah, you get up there. There's nothing else to do? No, it's just dark. I've been in Norway in December. It's only light for like 20 minutes. <laughs> and uh, Plenty of time. Just constantly. Did you get depressed? Uh, I did, but I think that was the least of my problems. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show. I'm here with Aldo Nova and Des, of course, whose birthday is today, for another hour and 20 minutes. 20 minutes. And uh, Aldo Nova has a brand new record, 2.0 out. Everyone get it. This is the the Dave Hill effect, the spike in sales. (laughs) This is why people come by here. It's Boom. A, it's a good record, but on top of that, it looks good. It's, it's a good-looking it good record. Well, I was asking you off-air, because sometimes people get enraged when I ask about guitars and and start, and we were talking about cool guitars. Pedals. Pedals and lack of pedals and amps. P90s. But um, I just want to say, without going down a w- whole wormhole, there's some sweet Les Pauls in the album artwork. Yeah, there is, yeah. And, well, I'll just finish the thought. As you were telling me, there's, because there's a Les Paul with a, an Explorer headstock, and that's the Aldo Nova model. It's an Aldo Nova signature. I uh, designed it in 1982. And how many do you have of them? Uh, I only have one, but there's, they only made 12. They were supposed to make two, both for me. I only have one, number one, and there's 11 other ones, and Rick Nielsen from Cheap Trick owns, owns all the other ones. He, that's insane. Well, that's it. Not bad, 12 guitars, and he owns 11. But That's pretty good. So what did you do? There's two of them here. Did you just flip it in Photoshop? Yeah, flip it in Photoshop. All right. Yeah. I th- I'll accept that. I'll allow it. <laughs> Even if you did own... It's a, it's a cool logo, though. The two guitars flipped over with the 2.0. It's it is really cool. Yeah, all, I mean, all the art, art I designed all the, the all the artwork and everything. I mean, it's like, I just, you know, I wanted to have it like completely hands-on. It's yeah, it, it's great. It's ag- excellent. And um, and there's other Les Pauls in the artwork for 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 uh, the listener. 
Yeah, there's a three pickup custom black beauty. There's a, a traditional. There's also a, there's another one. It's it's excellent. Cool. Yeah, the art artwork's great. The record's great. Everyone get it. See, I'm pumping the product. (laughs) The spike, the spike. The spike. People (laughs) walk, they're like, there seems to be, there's some weird, uh, something we can't explain. (laughs) Somehow on Monday night, things just went right through the roof. Got to get a new server. Yeah. Support all that traffic. The number here is 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. I thought... Neil Neil's probably either gone to bed because like, he does have to get up early. I know for work, but I thought he would have follow ups about. Well, m- maybe I don't know. He could be passed out. We got time. We don't know. Be, yeah, we got time. We could be. He He's, said that he was like had stuff to do in the morning. He did. He, he does get up early. I've confirmed this. He's uh, he's got a. Got you actually met him. You actually met him in Montreal. I met him in Merrickville. He started. Uh, it's a a bromance. Uh, one of the greatest of all of our time. He started calling into the show, and uh, emotions ran high. And then, you know, I've been as I was telling you, I've been going to Canada a lot to research this new book. So, I went to his town and did this show from his garage. And uh, and now since then we've been to Winnipeg. <laughs> The more I hear myself say it, it's starting to sound weird. The more <laughs> Hello, you're on the air. Hey, Joel, how you doing? Wait, it's Joel. I had the volume. Joel, Joel from the boiler room. That's right, that's right. Uh, hey, you have some great guests, man. K.K. Downing interview was great, by the way. Thank you. And, yeah, and then K- today you got the, the mighty Aldo Nova. What's up, Aldo? Yeah, I'm doing great. How you doing? Where are you calling from? Uh, I'm on my way to work. I'm in Jersey. Mm. New Jersey. He's a local but uh, I love your old songs from way back in the day. And uh, I'm not sure if this is too much of a tech question or not, you know, but in that song Fantasy, you know, like the high, that, uh, you know, that part. I, I was going to ask, really, how, how you how you did that. I mean, obviously a lot of reverb. I mean, you got a wah on there or the keyboard's doing it with you or something like that? It's the keyboard, actually, the main line, and the guitar's doing it an octave above the keyboard. So uh, that's how I'm doing it. Oh, you're playing it together, though? Yeah, yeah, I played played it together. Well, actually, I played it in different multi-tracking. I mean, I did it in a different time since it was me playing everything. But, yeah, that's that's, uh, uh, how I did it. I did it with, yeah. I did that's it with the Kipper riff, man. That's that, uh, you know, the main riff in that. So I love that. Thank you. Actually, somebody riff. noticed today that actually that's a that's a nod to Le- Dazed and Confused from Led Zeppelin because it goes like not very many people noticed that, but I mean, you know, Wait, did you do I, it consciously? You it. Yeah, of course. I, totally I, did. I, I did never it. really did, though. Uh, I, I did it consciously. And, and, yeah, this I mean. is like a a part of a blue scale, right, or a pentatonic scale, I guess. But uh, that, that's just such a great riff. In fact, I was, I think it would make a great thing for dude to rap over. I mean, you'd have to change the beat a little, but that, you know, that chord progress. You would even call it a chord progressive, but the the riff, you know. Yeah, what I I I agree. I think that would sound cool to rap over. I mean, not me personally rapping over, but somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I'll try and come up with more music that I do lyrics. But uh, I got one more thing, and I'll let someone else call. But as far as places to have sex, right? Aldo, man, you ever had sex on a helicopter? I'm guessing you probably have. No, are you kidding? I've never, I've never enjoyed the Miles High Club. I have trouble having sex in bed. You know, I old am. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, it's scary. I don't know. But you're in the helicopter in the video, and like I just assumed when I was a kid that you, you went everywhere in a helicopter, you know? <laughs> no, no. Did you see the size of that helicopter? I just barely managed to squeeze myself out of there, so I don't see you. <laughs> I don't see me getting a uh, woman in there at the same time, you know. It was me and the pilot, you know, either the, it was either me or the pilot or, like, you know, uh, somebody else, but that was about it. Yeah, it kind of killed the vibe, right? The pilot <laughs> sitting right there. Well, uh, hey, man, well, I can't wait to hear the new start, dude. Thanks. Okay, thank you. Yeah, well, thanks for having me, man. I'll talk to you. Thanks a lot, Joel. Bye. Bye-bye. Joel, he's a regular. We haven't heard from him in a few weeks, though, it's have we? It's been a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Glad, glad to hear him checking in. Yeah, that was a good... Uh, As always. Let's let's see. We got someone else here. Let's see. Come down the pike. Hello, you're on the air. All we got is... Get this straight there. Okay. Is this this is Nils? Nils is back. The exponential. Yeah, we thought he had gone to bed. He's really hey. turned the corner. Hey. Hello, hello, Mr. Aldo Nova. Hey. Well, we were ta- we were talking sure. about expon- exponential growth. Dude. <laughs> this yeah. is like called this is called exponential exponential high. You're going from bottom to you're going from the bottom to the top instead of going sideways. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, young we- sir, it's only like just a couple of drinks, but this <laughs> is the peak right here. Yeah, because like, you you gotta get you gotta go to bed. You gotta go. You, you gotta get up early in the morning, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, whatever. I'm a vigorous male. <laughs> we got, I'm, a big, I'm a vigorous man. I, we need a sound bite of that too. Yeah, totally. I'm a vigorous male. But all the bricks. Aldo, can I, can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Go ahead. That's what I'm here for. I mean, you, know, you can ask me anything you, you want. Like, is this is this a big game? Is this a big game right now? What do you mean a big game? Oh, you're there. Okay. Of good. course, I'm here. Yeah. Like I have. Okay, you there? Yes. Okay. How long have you been uh, playing music for? Hey, can uh, you can you take it off speakerphone? It doesn't sound that good. I'm not on speakerphone. Oh, really? It sounds weird. This is my bellowing Azure voice. I've been playing music since I was 13 years old. That's when I started playing guitar. Really? Can I can I ask you a question? Go ahead. <sighs> um, how do you how do you feel about Led Zeppelin? I love Led Zeppelin. I mean, I love Led Zeppelin. They're the best group. Yeah, they're like one of the best groups in the world. John Bonham was the most kick-ass drummer that ever existed. I'm like a, I'm like a frustrated drummer. That's the only instrument I don't play, and I love drums. And John Bonham, nobody, nobody could beat this guy. He was just the best. And okay, well then you might have rescued Led Zeppelin because, um, like, I don't like 
the sound of Led Zeppelin. Like, I have a real hard time with them, but they're, like, I guess John Bonham, if anything, is, like, the, uh, like the, whatever, like, that is Excuse kind me. of the rest How does that go? <laughs> How did, what does he do? Let's do a sound bite. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you gotta you gotta admit, Nils, that Jimmy Page was like the riffmeister. I mean, if I would just oh, yeah. I'll sing this, I go da na 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 na. Okay, you know what song that is, like immediately. You know. Are you, are you gonna? Are you gonna ah, I like it. I like it. You you're actually putting it into pieces for me because what's next? Yeah. If I go down, 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 I mean, you know what song that is. It's like the most classic song ever, the most one of the most played songs ever. Can you please do it again? I wasn't listening. There you go. You can you can sing along if you want. Do a group. We chant. We can chant together. I'm surprised that Nils has an issue with Led Zeppelin. This is kind of breaking. Yeah, this is like very weird. I always find it's weird. I think it's weird. Yeah, sometimes when people like all sorts of good things and they have this weird thing where they don't like Led Zeppelin. I know a few people like this. (laughs) I think it's insanity. It's it's cool. Everyone can love Led Zeppelin. Something happened at a pitiful point that (laughs) took them the wrong way. Yeah. It's just what they do like it's just rock i mean what's wrong whatever whatever <laughs> i know but they, yeah, led zeppelin hasn't existed for a long time i mean you know, yeah. it's, you know it's like john bonham's been dead for years and they haven't been together for a long time they got together you know to do one show in 2007 and that was the end of it so i mean you know i mean they haven't yeah. made, they haven't made a new song in a long time so and they have so many classics i mean now you have uh, other bands that do led zeppelin so like you sound yeah, so basically. beautiful. You sound so beautiful. Like you actually know, and I really like that. I'm just, I'm in whatever awe right now. But uh, thanks, man. I'm gonna try and re Zeppelin. Re Zeppelin. Like the word is out. I don't know. You're whatever. gonna give it another shot. I've been trying. I've been trying every damn day. I've been trying. Dave, I, I know you're there now, and uh, Des, happy birthday! Thank you, sir. I know. I know you're like probably yearning for my Led Zeppelinness to occur. Well, I tried to listen oh. to Tragically Hip for you. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I know, but like you know when you like you know when you. Uh, God, don't you make me do it. Don't you make me do it. <laughs> but you know, uh, Gordon Downey's voice, uh, took, it was an acquired taste, you know that. I mean, not yeah. everybody dug it. I mean, it's like, uh, but what? they were a great, uh, his, voice, his voice was what they call an acquired taste. What? Not, <laughs> <laughs> what? No, they were fantastic. The hip was fantastic. You know, it's like. Uh, he's, yeah. he's not, it's not. He's not accepting this. No, I mean, like. I, uh, what I'm saying is I love uh, the Tragically Hip, you know? Good. <laughs> what, what was that song called when the guy says in the trunk of his car? What was that song? Uh, 
you know, uh, something about uh, spending too much Something like that. <laughs> it it yeah. can get worse. Yeah. Wow. Sundown in the terrace of the prairies. Well. Let's give him a little. Niels. Treasure's buried. Niels. Now you hear the Nils, you have the, uh, it's, this is a The treat. voice of an angel. The voice of an angel. Well, Nils, keep up the good work. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, Nils, we're going to move on down the line. And, uh, yeah, give her. <laughs> we'll always love you. Is that what you're saying? And, uh, <laughs> All right. All right. Gentlemen. Thanks, guys. Strong. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He co- he really covered a lot of ground <laughs> over the last challenging you to keep up bit. with him. <laughs> uh, it's a great show. Yep. It's a. It's this a is classy, a great show. I it's swear, classy, it's a great show. Uh, I swear. It's I a never. very classy show. Um, we should play another uh, play another track, and uh, and you know put put things over the top. We, or, or have we played too many? We don't want people like dissecting. Drive it home. And uh, should we play another one yeah, on the new record? It's up to you. I mean, it's your show. I mean, yeah, it want. is my show. <laughs> it is my show. Um, what what one should we play? Well, play something nobody's ever heard before. Play the new one. I'm a survivor. Yeah, number seven. Okay, and then how? Well, we'll talk about this. Album. We're, we're, I realize I may I may be holding you hostage. I don't I don't know. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, I've got time. I mean, you know, it's either that or sit in my hotel room and uh, and stare at the four walls or watch uh, you know some you know bad MTV or whatever. I mean, I'd rather <laughs> be here. You know, I'm, I'm like a night owl. It's not as if I'm going to go home and sleep. That's oh, for good. Sure. Okay, well, let's listen to I'm a Survivor uh, from 2.0, Aldo Nova's new record. Uh, let's see if I can succeed. I should probably do the station ID, if, if unless Ingdave's going to call. Well, he'll call after this, and he'll do it. Here we go. Oh, jeez. Okay, watch. No, wait. Third time's a charm, Dave. You Third can do time. it. Third time. This is only the beginning, too. you got to come out of the song. No pressure, though. Oh, man, there's so much pressure. Wait, why is it? Okay. Keep keep the show you going. you got that there, and it's, it's you know, live without a, a net on the razor-sharp edge. And the way it should be. The way radio, the way it should be. Only. Just live without a net. WFMU. No format. Just fun. Pledge yes. early, pledge often. <laughs> yes. Here we go. This is Armor Survivor. By Aldo Nova from his new record, 2.0. And it's, oh, it stopped again. (laughs) There we go, I think. We're back. You just heard I Feel a Groove Coming On by Southside. Before that, Aldo Nova with I'm a Survivor. 
from his new album, 2.0, which just came out Friday. And if you don't buy it, I, Dave Hill, will stab you. This, wait, I just felt the spike. I just felt the spike. That's it, the threat of violence. (laughs) I felt a massive spike there. We'll be getting calls. You know, we'll be getting calls all night from uh, Nielsen. You, know, you can, so. you know, if you, you can use put that on a sticker on the CD <laughs> that I will. WFNU. I felt the spike. I will stab you, <laughs> Danny D, who's who's usually here. Uh, he had a question that I'll, I will honor. Only this is. He's the only person that is text messages in questions. Though someone else did it last week. Uh, Dave Voigt did. Um, he wants to know if you know Hurley's Pub on Rue Crescent in Montreal. Of course. Of course. It's a famous pub? Yeah, Hurley's Pub, yeah. I should have gone there. Crescent Street is like one of the most famous streets in Montreal. Oh, man. There's, what, there's, what goes on there's on Thursdays is on Crescent. There's... Uh, Thursdays has been there like a landmark forever. What goes on at Hurley's Pub? Well, it's a pub. It's like an Irish pub, and they have... Uh, it's good? Yeah, they have good beer, good brew, good uh, thick malts. And I went to... Uh, am I saying Le Cheval Blanc? Am I saying that right? Le Cheval Blanc. Let's look it Le up. Le Cheval Blanc. Yeah, that's uh, how you say it. it it's a brewery slash... It's a white uh, horse. Yeah, that's where I went last night. Not to brag. Was it? Did they have microbreweries? Like, you know, guys, uh, guys that make their own beer, like local guys? Because that's really popular up there. Oh, Like guys that yeah. make all their own beer. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Microbrewers, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know what that was because I saw that microbrass. What did Micro, you say? Microbrassi, they call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, have, they have a lot of the guys that are local that make, like, really nice blonde beers and nice red beers. And yeah, Roos. Yeah, the red beers. Learning. Yeah. Uh, that was the, one of the French They make a- amber ales also. They make everything that's, like, and they're very smooth. Some of them, some of them, like, there are some that have, like, uh, 8, 9, 10% alcohol. One's called the La Fin du Monde, which is the end of the world. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And which is Robert, the uh, famous French singer there called Robert Charlebois. That's his company. <clears throat> Well, it's the, called the end of the world. La fin, La fin du monde. La, from the, the Unibrew is the company. Unibrew, right? yeah, that's his company. And um, the guy, God, I apologize. I don't know if he's listening. I don't have his name in front of me, so I, I, I have it somewhere. Um, we were talking about this exact beer and Modit. Modit, am I saying that right? Dale Smith. <coughs> we were talking about it on the air, and then he was nice enough. He brought me a bunch of it. Um, <coughs> To my house. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. I, get, I don't know if <coughs> the power of suggestion, uh, if he wants to bring more beer to my house, that would be great. But any products that anyone wants to bring, bring it to my house. Get your eye on any cars or anything? Get an endorsement, get an endorsement <laughs> deal. Yeah. <laughs> I just like free stuff. <laughs> um, no, they, they mix that, that's like 8, 9, 10% alcohol. Oh, stuff, yeah, so. yeah. I, mean, I was like, like taking swings. And the beer, bottles, the, the beer bottles are like 12 inches high. I mean, you know, and 3 inches thick. I mean, they don't make like uh, whisk yeah. beer. I mean, yeah, like, no, it was like definitely not. I couldn't uh, accomplish anything <laughs> after. <laughs> after the fact. Yeah. It was a great uh, time, and then I would just go to bed. Be like, well, that's that. Delicious. <laughs> but I can't do anything now. Danny D is excited. He says, thanks for asking my question. You're welcome, Danny. You're welcome. Um, 
I I went to uh, today. What's the place called? I, I the Montreal Bagels. I went to uh, which one? Fairmount or Fairmount Bagels? I was gonna go to Fairmount, but I went to the other one. Saint uh, Saint Vieter Bagels. Yeah, that's where I went. I've had two bagels today. I'm uh, on self-destruct. You're living. No, they make the, the best bagels. They're, well, I felt like I had They're all to handmade. Do it. They're all handmade. They're all like, you know, flipping bagels. They're like twisting and putting them in the oven. Open 24 hours. Yeah. You can get bagels at 24 hours a day over there. Fresh out of the oven. Hot. They're good. They're like Montreal. How did, they, how did Montreal come up with its own bagel style? I don't know. You think that... They just had other stuff going well, on. Well, that's the, those those uh, they're in a very Hasidic uh, Jewish area of town, and they have their own recipes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's why it's you know it's on Fairmount and Theater. It's a solid, solid bagel. And then I went to a uh, cafe social. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a place in town. It seems I don't know. They t- made it sound like it was like. Uh, Known, but maybe it wasn't. You don't sit still, do you? This you kid, I'm a spot. rambling man. Yeah. Well, that's good. They have, we have the best food in Montreal. I mean, it's like I, I'm like I love good food, and there's like great restaurants like Via Dante, which is like a northern Italian cooking uh, thing. And they go to the market in the morning, and whatever they have in the market that's fresh, that's what you have on the menu. There's only six things on the chalkboard. And that's all you can order from. Oh, that's okay. good. That's the way to do it. Yeah, it's fantastic. I the the, the phone's ringing. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, Dave. It's Nat Townsend. Nat, where are you? I'm a stop away on the path train. You're you're what? I'm on the path train. Oh, this happened to you last time. Yes, I should have learned my lesson. But thank you for illustrating the truth, which is that I don't learn from experience. Well, Nat, we were just what. Well, we were anticipating your arrival. I'm here with Aldo Nova. We're, uh, what's that? What do they say on, t- on Tinterhooks? I believe that's You're correct. You're on Tinterhooks? Is that how they say it? Tinterhooks. That's how they used to say it. What yeah. is a Tinterhook? Now it's, it's Tinderhooks. T- t- Tinderhooks? I made it up just now, but yeah. How do you have a signal if you're on the PATH train? Come again? Oh, you're at the Newport stop. You get a signal. Exactly. There. You're about to lose it. Yeah. Well, I'm about to lose it. Also, my reception is going to go. All right. Well, come come when you can. We'll just we'll try to hold it together until then. All right. Do your best. I don't blame you if, if everything falls apart, and I'll, I'll do my best to pick up the pieces. It could, okay. It could be just dead air until you get here. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll see what I can do. All right. See I'll you stick soon. around. I'll stick around. It's fine. <laughs> all right. We'll. S- <laughs> all right. We'll see you, Nat. See you soon, buddy. All right. Bye bye. Part of me thinks that he doesn't know that he called the on-air line to tell me that he was on the PATH train. Now that I'm... It just occurred to me right at the end of that call that he didn't realize he was on the air. Peeling back the curtain a little. But maybe he did. I don't know. Well, I guess that'll be one of the questions we ask him. <laughs> that right up. That'll be, that'll be hot. That'll be right. But um, now, gosh, we're really just getting into... Hot Montreal talk. And now, actually, I'll yell at him when he gets here for derailing now. <laughs> Don't even let him We're in. We're talking about Montreal food and Italian, rather than Italian. Yes. Like that. Did, you, did you eat anywhere that was great apart from bagels? And I'm glad you asked, because I did. I, uh, I went to uh, a place called Mon Lepin. Vin, oh. Vin, it's a newish place. I think they've been open for seven months, if I remember. And it's the guys who do Joe Beef. Do oh, yeah. They have a place called Mon Le Pin that was one of the best restaurants I've ever eaten at in my life. Uh, was it? Did you eat steak or did you eat? Uh, no, 
They have, they had a, I, I did not, but I ate a lot of stuff. But uh, I'm off steak. Uh, a lot of people are off steak. <coughs> hard to digest. I love it. Don't get me wrong. I just, one day, I just, uh, just stopped. I don't care, but I'm not telling anyone what to do. Anyone can eat whatever they want. That's just me. But um, they did they, they did have it. If I still ate it, I would have eaten a ton of it. I'd be there still now <laughs> eating it. No, it was delicious. And uh, the wine was great. But, oh, you know what I wanted to ask you? What's your favorite wine? Uh, red? Uh, is it... Uh, uh, I'll tell you. I, I I drink red wine primarily, but my thing now... Merlot? Uh, what do you like? Uh, I'm not... I, I guess I go a little... Uh, more like uh, the have he- like cabernets and things, but mm. my new thing is the biodynamic wine. I've never heard of that. It's like I don't know what it is to be honest. I'm gonna just flat out say I don't know what's going on. Sounds like a science project. It's sort of like uh, adjacent to organic. Maybe someone listening can tell me what it is, but they have it at restaurants. There's a restaurant in New York called Frenchette. That's the greatest restaurant. And um, Spike, they, Spike, Spike, <laughs> and um, they have it there. And then uh, it's natural. And but then there's sometimes it involves the moon, gets a little hocus pocus. So you have to like do some work in order to properly consume. So the best this? Pla- the best no. time to consume this is on Halloween. That's no, you just drink it. the The hard work with the moon is done by the people that make okay. it. Okay, but but. You don't get it's really great, and you don't get as hungover with it, which just doesn't mean that I try to drink more of it. But what do you do when you can't find the biodynamic wine? Because I, I've never even heard of it myself. I drink just other wine, um, cabernets and things like that. Yeah, yeah, cabernets. What's the most expensive? Syrah. What's the most expensive bottle of wine that you ever had in your life? Ooh, well, it's certainly one that I didn't pay for <laughs> because <laughs> I'm a simple man. Uh, and and I tend to not uh, spend a lot of money on one because uh, you know I'm I'm just some guy from Cleveland. I don't need it. Doesn't have to be fancy with me. I've probably had uh, wine that was uh, not that much. Like it probably I don't know. I couldn't honestly. The really nice wine I've had, I did not pay for, and I don't know what it costs. Well, actually, you know what? Some of the some of the most expensive wines don't actually taste that good. I mean, if I remember from when I did yeah. drink, I mean, you know, I bought an expensive bottle of wine, and you know, like uh, that that didn't taste very good. And a twenty four dollar bottle of wine that was like uh, there's a great bottle of wine that's made out of California, and it's called uh, Menage à Trois. Have you ever mm-hmm. heard of that? And that's like a really really good wine. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I, I'm not sure I know. Does that have a wolf on the label? No, it's got a menage a trois means uh, three-way. Like a threesome. <laughs> oh, the phone's ringing. This could, be the, this could be the call we're after. Hello, you're on the air. Hi. Is this Carrie from Brooklyn? Yes, it is. Bra- the, we, we, we have an actual woman calling. She, she saves the day <laughs> when, um, <laughs> even though I... Know in my heart of hearts that it's fifty-fifty, uh, <laughs> or it, that it's not all dudes listening. I know this is true. Most of the calls wind up being dudes. It's out of balance for sure. It's really out of, out of balance. Just like I why don't. It's important to go to a women's college, you know, because you're gonna I, get. 
She actually said that. They're always they're always going to call on the man first, and even the phones. Wait, is this true? In college, they call on the man. What do you mean? In class? Well, well, I mean, I just mean it's like a a proven like a proven statistically a man will always be called on before a woman. You mean? Are you talking about in in the classroom? Yeah, in the classroom. This is pr- proven? Mm-hmm. It's a true thing, which is why, I, like, going to school at a women's college is, like, a great thing, because then you, you, just have a, you just have a better chance. Did you go to a women's college? I did. What one? Stevens College. S- Stevens. Columbia, Missouri. That was my safety school. <laughs> well, it actually could have been then, because, um, because it, there were 17 male scholarships. Time. Well, there would have been 18, but I chose not to accept. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't accept. I mean, well, just you, because you didn't want to just be in plays with all these really gorgeous women and just play every male role. I would no have. Interest. I was never in plays <laughs> in school. You wouldn't know it. Just, you know. Wow. No, I'm a wild horse. Song and dance man such as I'm yourself. I'm a song and dance man, but I'm a real... Aldo Nova, did you... Did you like no perform musical theater? Nothing like in dra- drama or uh, did you do theater? any of that stuff? Uh, no, I didn't. I, I made sets. I you was did, more you built into like the I did the building. I built oh, the okay. sets. Yeah. yeah, I never. I didn't. I I uh, I was never in in plays or any of that stuff growing up. I was. Uh, I'm quarter Canadian. I should have led. Oh with no, that. I didn't know that. Three eighths Canadian. Boys' school. So. I don't know. I just thought you know. I had uh, there that I don't know. I was playing guitar, and I just thought that's good enough. I don't need it to be enough. in a play. Also, a band. I'm by the home, home playing I, Stairway wait, to Heaven. Won the hockey team. It, um, it's it's biodynamic. That's, that's the one. Yeah. What you know about it? Of course. What do you know about it? it? Well, it's super witchy. You know, it's it's like only it. Only in the full moon you plant, and yeah, this is what always I'm better. About. It's, it's always organic, but it, it doesn't always have an organic label because it costs it costs a lot more to you know get the certification. But it's she, always organic. these are all I mean, true things. Because really. I was in the wine shop recently, and I asked them for biodynamic wine, and they said, "Well, they said basically what you said that the certification is really tricky." Yeah. And um, you basically it's what so you said. Good, right? I'm saying they said what you said. What's going on, Carrie? En- enough about <laughs> enough about wine. About my uh, though there is talk of having a wine specialist enthusiast on soon. a sommelier. No, no, he's just a guy I know who likes wine. Okay, we're not <laughs> that sommelier. A wine taster. He just tastes the wine, right? Yeah, like he's the, he's the guy who knows what's what. But um, yeah, no, this guy's not a. He's you should just, do it with a couple people, <laughs> and have a, a tasting at the same time, and then you know, everyone's reactions as the three hours go by and see what. <laughs> well, this is where I, I'm I, in. But I, do you with, with wine? I find like I was in a wine club briefly because I thought that'll be fun to way to meet people and drink wine, do things that I like. Yeah, sure. But sure. then, 
I got there and this guy just kept the, who was running it just kept talking about uh how, like oh you should taste shoe leather you should taste uh oh, yeah. like the roof of your car the hints or whatever yeah. like we're you know what i mean like marble and metal and i was like can't you just pour me a glass <laughs> and uh, is I'm, it is it like a book club where one person reads? Uh, is, is that what it is at the same it, time? That's what it felt like. Well, I mean, this would be a great idea, but except it wouldn't be a good idea. It would be great if everybody drank at the same time instead of having one glass being passed around the circle. That's what yeah, it sounds like. Yeah, he would like. only give us a tiny bit. <laughs> a taste. And so, like, you would be there for hours, and you'd be like, "I've had like four sips of wine." <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> yeah, I like better. I liked it better when I was just home alone drinking in the dark <laughs> the entire bottle. That was in the gutter my mind in the gutter <laughs> and my, my 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 brain also that was a better time <laughs> but you, you brought a lot of knowledge to this thank you carrie what else is going on carrie carrie have you bought just to test my theory have you yeah bought aldo nova's new record 2.0 that came out friday um not yet but you will tonight yeah, or I will lose it. Spike on Carrie. Spike on Carrie. Carrie, let me ask you something. When you said witchy about the wine, did you know about wine or did you, are you a Wiccan? One of the two. That's a good I, I'm question. I'm a witch. I don't know if I'm You're what? a Wiccan witch. You're a Wiccan witch. You're a white uh, witch, right? That's what I mean. I don't know if I'm a Wiccan witch or a Wicked witch, but I'm definitely a witch. Well, it depends on what night they catch you, but I mean, if you're drinking too much <laughs> wine, you're yeah. obviously a Wicked witch or but whatever. But I've that's, seen that's, that's why. Signs. That's why when you said witchy, then I said, well, either she knows about biodynamic wine or she's a Wiccan, one of the two. So I figured. So yeah, I know about. I scoped you out. There, I know yeah. about wine. There's actually a good show at um, my friend's art gallery. Clampart in the city, um, in Chelsea, in 29th Street, kind of that old fur district, and it's all um, people who identify as witches. Photographs. The really oh, cool. it's photo photo. They took the photographs, or the photographs are of them. They're the photographs are of them. Okay. Of, of Did you watch American Horror did. Story Coven then, or are you not into that? I I haven't. I mean, I could be into it, but I'm not yet. It's all about witches. You see, yeah. It's it, a, it's a American. I mean, what about uh, Charmed? Don't forget. No. That Charmed, that's a long time ago. Come on. I mean, I mean, these like it's not. No, these are talking about like you know serious witches. Yeah. Witch, I, I mean, I'm serious about Charmed. Witches with a capital B. I mean, sometimes. So. Is <laughs> wait is Charmed? Is that the Alyssa Milano? Yeah, Alyssa vehicle? Milano took somebody oh, else's place. They're rebooting it. That they was, are. That was, what was yeah. the name of the girl that was like, uh, she was trouble. Uh, Shannon Doherty? Sharon Doherty, yeah. Yeah, what She was great, Do you yeah. remember um, Little House on the Prairie? Yeah, Michael, Michael like Landon, yeah. The grass in the beginning and would fall down, that was her, you believe? Wait, really? Shannon Doherty was on Little House on the Prairie? Yeah. Run a check on that, Des. I'm on it. Des check, I think. I know she was on a show with Wilford Brimley before 90210. I could tell you that. Well, anyone knows that. Someone, it was someone famous who falls down, but I think it's her. Oh, she's backing off her. Yeah. You don't happened? seem too confident on that. I'm going to run a check on this. 
That's the thing. You, you got to be sure. You got to Google everything before yeah. you like. Uh, you like you she say played, something uh, now. Jenny Wa- Jenny Wilder first appearance on season eight though. I mean that's season eight. That's kind of. We were all off living our lives by then. <laughs> like that, that, that <laughs> Oliver rule. <laughs> this all right. We'll carry. <laughs> nice talking to you guys. Thank you Happy so much for calling. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Thank you. Keep up the good work. Yeah, and great, uh, great new album. Thank well, you. You're going to buy. Uh, by the way, what do you do on Halloween? Is, is there any? Does Halloween have any special significance for you? It's funny you this, ask, actually. Uh, being uh, being like uh, uh, considering yourself a witch, does, does Halloween have anything in particular? Do you do something special? Well, do you, she just. I like to be. I like to play Robin Bird and and just you know greet everyone. Wait, do you, door, you know? do you dress as Robin Bird for? It was the best Halloween costume I ever did. Because, I could, you yeah. know, everyone who came in the door, I was like, dick in the eye, you know, and the whole dance and everything. Brush your teeth. Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, do you, do you know the Robin Bird show, Aldo Nova? No, I don't. You can still Aldo, watch. you got to check it out. If you, you can still watch <laughs> it, actually, on, uh, I'm told. No, you definitely can. On, you can probably uh, watch it on YouTube. No, well, they don't really have long clips. It's this show. She would have strippers and porn stars on, and they would. It would usually be men and women, and they would strip, and then they come over and lounge around, and then they take phone calls. It's not <laughs> unlike this calls. show. Uh, I think I remember when I lived right in Long now. Island. I think I saw that. Yeah, and it's like a red <clears throat> background, and depending on when you turn it on, you'll see either like. Some woman, uh, naked dancing on her, you see some guy doing the helicopter. <laughs> and uh, as for me, as an enlightened guy, I didn't bother changing the channel, I just kept it on because I knew if I could get through the helicopter guy up next was the naked lady, and like I just had to hold it together because I wasn't gonna, I'm secure in my masculinity. <laughs> that I was like, all right, this guy can do that, and uh, next up, I'm getting what next I want. Up, <laughs> Small price to pay. Yeah, it, it was, and but but the weird thing is the show is still on, but it's like reruns from like the nine eighties and nineties, like twenty years ago. It's so it's really weird to see because you can see just from the style and everything that it's from a long time ago. But then I must have talked about this on on the air before, but. There's all these commercials for escort services and like oh, sex lines. Right. So, all the, and the commercials seem really dated. So one night in a time in a, a lower point in my life, a few months ago, <laughs> um, I I started to call all the numbers to see like because I was like these can't be working phone numbers. But what happened was all the sex lines chat things. Were not they were disconnected, but when you called the escort places, they were they were still they were still, still active, still functional. Still yeah, did. so it's sort of like I see what's going on here, smoke yeah. and mirrors. Exactly, they ran the old shows, but they ran new ads for the escort. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. So oh, wow. um, Wait, there you, you go. You don't think it was the the old ones were still in existence? No, those things go out of business right away. Yeah, they move around. <laughs> they got to. You got to move fast before... Uh... Giuliani catches you. Yeah, exactly. Giuliani. 
Exactly. Well, there was a big thing, a ring, uh, like a, a former, like, vice unit guy who knew how it all worked, and then he went and became, like, a, ran a bunch of brothels. That happens every year, though, seems like. There's that always just a cop getting the wrong side of the law. You know. <laughs> yeah, it, hap- it happened, yeah, if you can believe it. Thing in the in the Times this weekend of, about seeking arrangements, the whole... Um, Sugar yeah. daddy? Escort, she, uh, sugar baby. It's gone wrong. Oh, we're like I got like an older rich guy will have an arrangement. Uh, what you just yeah, said. Yeah, and then doesn't doesn't pay up or something. It's oh, like, he doesn't well, pay up and then... Uh, it's like everyone knows. Well, don't they all go with... In, 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 don't don't they all go with the driver and the driver sticks around till like everything is done in case the... He's got to go beat the guy up. I figure that's how it used to work anyway. This was years yeah. and years and years ago, yeah. But it's probably the business model is still in place. No, of course. I mean, why would a woman go to, like by herself to somebody's apartment? And, and you know, they probably had it. Probably happened, and then eventually they say, "Well, we're going to go with the driver," and uh, you know, have my my uh, bouncer right outside the door. So yeah. What do you What do you have to say about that? We love. <laughs> You got co- I mean, you know, some sometimes they will, sometimes they won't. Remember, I, I mean, I called in a long time ago, but I used to, I used to be the um, the voice for uh, massage parlors. I pretend I was like the. So I'd be wait. Can you give us a sample they were, they were of that uptown? Was can that? you can you give us a sample of what what your uh, this voice <laughs> you t- you speak of? Oh, okay. You call. You know, two in the morning. Who do you usually. call? Guys are calling at like two in the morning for a massage. And it used to be in Backpage. Backpage just got shut down. But anyway, then, um, so I would answer and I'd be like, hello? Wait, and wait, you worked that. at a massage place? Yeah, this massage place. And, and you you would answer and say hello in that voice? Yeah, I'd say Hello? And you sound say, Asian. Hi, um, I'm calling, you know, to, <laughs> to get um, about massage. And I'd say, yes. And they'd say, um, are you open? I'd say, yes. And they'd say, um, what's your name? And I'd say, Katie. And they'd say, uh, okay, well, are you, are you, uh, are you Russian? And I said, well, I'm American now. But I've come from Russia at a time, like a really bad accent. Like I would. I well, would, clearly. Yeah, clearly. But like I had to do. Um, <laughs> I had to do. <laughs> I had to speak really clearly to get them there because they were usually like kind of drunk or like didn't know where they were going. Or Did you have to give them directions, or so because there was no GPS back Russian. then, right? It was yeah. There was no GPS. So did you have to give them directions on top of that, or? You have to give them directions yeah, in that they voice? Have, they have an address, you know, I'd be like, you know, 61st, between 1st and 2nd, and it's mutual touching, naked, full nude, you know, there's shower after, and no, no fragrance, you know, stuff like that. Sure. All <laughs> right. Just... Um, I just go on and on about like the. I would like to go on record as I regret asking you uh, to do that. Any of this? (laughs) No, just kidding. (laughs) 
Um, I mean, it was very short-lived. It didn't work out for me. But, well, um, we're gl- I'm but thrilled that it did not work <laughs> out. Did you, ever think, was, that, did yeah, you ever think that maybe it was the voice? That and then they <laughs> yeah. back and they did. did you ever think that it was the voice that, that wasn't working and, you know, it was short-lived? <laughs> it's something to think about. <laughs> Carrie, uh, yeah. ma- magical as always. We got, we got a bunch of calls on hold. We're going to move on down the line. Sorry, keep keep, call back in 20 minutes. Take care. Right. Nice talking right. to you, Carrie. Thanks, Carrie. You too. Bye, Dad. See you. This is the goddamn Dave Hill Show. I'm here with Aldo Nova and Dez. Happy birthday, Dez. The number is 201-209-9368. Hello, you're on the air. Dave? Yes. Hi, it's Robert. Of calling from Par- Paris? Paris, France. Paris, yeah, France. Yeah, that's the one, yeah. This is genuinely calling from Paris, France. Really, yeah? Vous parlez français? Ouais. What, what did you say? <laughs> can, can, can you hear it? No, ouais, you didn't. Ouais. Vous parlez français? Comme américain à Paris. Ah, d'abord, c'est, c'est très bien, ça, d'abord, vous parlez français, c'est bon. Ça fait combien de temps que vous êtes à Paris? Trop longtemps. Trop longtemps? Euh, Je sais, vous avez, pris la, vous avez pris l'accent aussi. C'est vrai. <laughs> anyway, we speak in English. So. Mots, on peut dire les gros mots, ils vont pas savoir. Uh, we, should, we, should, we should talk to Dave. Yeah, she's like, no, go, go ahead. No, I like it, you know, uh, that we have this French content on the program, and I don't have any idea. You guys could have just been making fun of me the whole time. And well, it we were sounded, talking about bong hits and in Dave. Oh, okay. Well, it sounded sophisticated. <laughs> I mean, right? French it, it just sounds, sounds cooler. French. It sounds, uh, and this this is well. You guys both speak French. I don't know what this is about me, but when someone and this happens in Paris, where I was when I saw you Robert, uh, in July, and it happened to me today in uh, in Montreal. Rather than when someone starts speaking French to me. Because they look at me and they think, well, there's a guy who's fluent in French. <laughs> you know, because of my look. They're like, well, of course he knows what Dapper. he... Dapper. Yeah. Dapper guy. And, um, but I don't. And, and so rather than just immediately say, uh, I'm sorry, I don't speak French, I freeze and I just say nothing and I go, uh, and then they, they're like, well, this guy's an idiot. I'll just start speaking English. And then, then I say, yeah, oh, yeah, I didn't know what you were saying before. It happened to me today, at, this morning at the airport. It happened consistently for the last 48 hours. <laughs> I don't know. Have you thought about taking some classes? I have, actually. There's a place right by my apartment where I could go and learn French in, a, in an intensive uh small class but um i haven't gotten around to it i will here he is nat towson does does grab grab join okay yeah. so we'll happy stay birthday, with us De- he just said happy birthday robert said happy birthday thank you it does happy birthday yeah you um put put some headphones on there and you can hear uh um do, oh, you guys just met Nat Towson, we did. Yeah, Aldo we did. Um and Ron with Robert calling from Paris, France. I don't know why I add the France part. It's pretty. I guess there's Paris. Well, there is there is a Paris Texas. in the U.S. There's a Paris in the U.S. Yeah, Paris, Texas. Texas. There's one in upstate New York too. I think there is. I think so. 
All right, you guys just blew this thing wide open. <laughs> Good thing I showed up just in time. All right. Well, it's just like you saying, why, you know, I'm going to say your name, your last name every time I say Aldenova, so you have to say Paris, France. I mean, it's, uh, you do, but <laughs> I like, yeah, I like the full. Uh, I like saying all of it. It's more fun. It's just more. But Dave, I have a question for Mr. Nova. I don't mean to. No, go ahead. Please. Shoot. You, you were Host. talking about your daughter. Really? Yeah, my daughter. Yeah. Uh, how many kids do you have? I have three kids, one 28, uh, my daughter is 25, and I have a youngest, uh, 20 years old. Okay, and so I found out yesterday that my 14-year-old is a real Parisian uh, because a friend of mine saw him smoking a cigarette uh, as he was getting into the metro, and this is the first time learning that, that, he, uh, that he smokes. How did you deal with that when you found out, like, do you have any advice? Did you ever not, catch your kids wanna, on I mean, the metro I'm a, I'm a smoking? Did I, I ever catch them where? I think smoking Dave, on the metro. I think Dave pointed out earlier you can't uh, get any good reverb on the joints over here that we. Oh smoke. yeah, you're the one. You, I was, I was trying to remember who smoked a joint on there, and it was you. Yeah, yeah. I'm it was you, you. did a good job of it, and plus it was, <laughs> it was a Parisian joint. Which elevates the program any way you slice it. What's the name of that the cigarettes that they smoke over there? Are they, uh, Galois. Galois. The Galois, yeah. And what's the other uh, one? Because a lot of French people that smoke hash. It's like big in Europe, hash. And they mix the Galois uh, with the hash. So mm-hmm. it's like, it, it, you know, it's like it, cause it, that's, that's a particular smell to get used to. So Is that what you were doing? Yeah. I'm a more of a herb kind of guy. Oh, I, yeah. I can't really, I don't like... I used to smoke hash when I first got here, but it's too much tar taste. I don't like the taste of it, and yeah, just, you can you don't have to smoke something else to smoke it. You to get a high, yeah, exactly. Is there a lot of but herb I, over so there? I remember the, smoking, the hash being more popular. Wait. Sorry, go ahead. Wait, no. I, well, as a, as an experienced father, like, did you uh, did you deal with that, or did you just kind of like let it happen? Like let them. Of course, you gotta let them deal with that stuff for themselves. It was kind of like funny because uh, with my kids, their mother was like really like wide open. I was like the guy that was a little bit more close, and so the mother back then, my ex-wife, <clears throat> you know, who passed away, but uh, she sort of introduced them all to uh, to weed. She was the first one to talk them up when they were young. So I mean, that's how old were they? Uh, I think they were 14, I think, the first time that... Uh, wow. Yeah, so she was like... And she they turned did, out okay? They was, they turned out, yeah, they turned out great. They're all musicians. My, Like I said, my daughter's uh, five foot tall, 100 pounds, 85 tattoos, but, you know, plays drum like a monster. I mean, she, she keeps it together. They all keep it together, you know. So let me get this straight. You're saying I should smoke weed with my kids now, then? No. <laughs> that, that's all a personal choice. I mean, you know what I mean? If your kids can handle it, I mean, first of all, kids will do what you want, what they want to do. You can't, you can't put like locks on them. The more you tell them not to do something, the more they're gonna do it. That goes with for right, anybody. That's, what I was, that's exactly. But I don't want to promote it. Right? No, no, you don't promote it. I mean, don't go out and like talk them up like my ex-wife did. I mean, you know, whatever. I don't know. Did you ever, did you ever catch him doing it? No, I just found out today. Like basically. You found, you, know, you found, you found out that he actually they was smoking weed. No, no, it's cigarettes. cigarettes. Oh, the, cigarettes. The well, you know what? Cigarettes are like, they're like 10 times as deadly as weed. Forget about it, 100 times. Yeah. A thousand million times more deadly than weed. I never heard of anybody dying from smoking weed. You know what I mean? But I've heard like about a million people a year that, that die from smoking cigarettes. So I don't know. You have to pick your evil at that point. You have to make your decision. You're his father. 
Don't uh, you don't you get like a isn't the thing to do get a carton of cigarettes and throw it down and be like get it started. And that what your that's what your dad did to you now. Oh right? yeah, yeah. I had to smoke the whole carton and then he he brought me a second one and he was like, Maybe this is your brand, actually. <laughs> and after by the third carton I'd really pick my favorite. So Are you, you know. serious? He made you smoke a carton uh, uh you know, we might be having a little fun, but uh here's what I think you should do is you say tell him, Hey man, I know you smoke now, but maybe throw a little hash in those cigarettes and then gradually transition him to the point where he doesn't even like the tobacco anymore. So uh-huh. now you have a drug addict. Well, okay, there is a side effect to this plan. I do recognize that. It's a that. side effect, yeah. Psychosis and well, uh, et cetera, know, et cetera. So. You get him into the hash, and they say, well, hey, why don't you throw, throw a little herb on top of that hash, and then you're segueing out the tobacco slowly. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's just smoking joints with hash, which, as we've all agreed, has never killed anyone, and uh, he doesn't smoke tobacco anymore. And, whoa, I where th- did it go? Who knew? I, I think that he's asking me a serious question. I do think so. I, I mean, you know, it's like... So uh, well, I didn't know if you had had any uh, if you had had any success or, or words of wisdom to speak of. Oh no, I mean I, I mean I no. The thing the thing is uh, they don't they don't head. smoke. My my daughter smokes cigarettes and it's like she abhors it. She hates it because you know she uh, she just you know she just hates herself for smoking cigarettes. She she'll smoke weed and she's like it finds that perfectly acceptable. But cigarettes, she like she catches herself coughing, and you literally have to. Show them a documentary of what cigarettes do. You know, like, you know, the holes you put in your lungs that people take. I know people that have uh, uh, a, a father of uh, one of my friends, a singer. Uh, they, cut, they had just cut out a piece of his lung because he had cancer. Oof. And the minute he walked out of the hospital, he smoked a cigarette. He lit one up. So, I mean, uh, some things you just can't. So, I mean, you have to show him that it's actually really evil to smoke cigarettes. And what the consequences are shown, like this really good documentary about smoking, I think he might get scared. That's the only way you can scare him smart, you know. All right. I didn't mean to bring it down. No, well, no, 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 don't bring me down. I mean, you know, I, you know, I am a father, so I mean, I take it, you know, I'm a musician, but I am a father, you know, so I love my kids, so whatever they want to do is fine, but some... You know, they, I, I think if they smoke, they wouldn't tolerate it. Like my daughter, I'm a, I can't really tell her she's 25, but she she knows for herself. I think your son, what he'll do is at a certain point when he starts coughing and when he starts doing like that, you know, he'll he'll like either quit or realize he'll start kicking himself in the ass by himself. I think you know, if he's smart. How old is he? You said he's 14. That's 14. young. That's young. Yeah. You can't even look cool smoking at 14. Well, the thing was, like, I tried in Minnesota, where I'm from. I tried when I was, like, 10 years old, I remember. And then I... I What what were you, born in the 40s? (laughs) You were smoking at 10? I think I I snuck a pack of cigarettes from my friend's mom. and We went out in the field and smoked a cigarette. I I didn't start smoking, but I remember at 13, I was smoking, smoking off and on. I started smoking when I was 47 years old. Really? Believe it or not, yeah. What? 47 years old, I started to pick up a cigarette, and uh, I forced myself to smoke for some reason. I don't know why. I would like uh, light the cigarettes, you know, butt butt them out in the middle, and then relight the butt, which is like the most dangerous thing you can do. Why? And I, and I smoke. I don't know. Why is that dangerous? Because you get the the carbon is like twice as strong. You've already burnt it, and oh. then you relight the burnt end. So that's like, you know, the charcoal is like 10 times as powerful. So you're like oh, wow. literally like frying your lungs. So I, I smoked. But you said you I, stopped everything, right? Yeah, yeah. Stop? I, sm- I stopped uh, fi- uh, 
I stopped. Uh, I stopped smoking uh, after nine years and everything else. Uh, uh, Fifteen years ago. So you started smoking at forty-seven and 47, smoked for yeah. nine years. Yeah, really goes to show wow. that, like, even if you think you're over the hill, you're just never too old to try new things. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. It's not too late for a second act. Was that the takeaway? Yeah. Well, I think so. I think I, I, I think I, I think synthesized that well. Um. What time is it over there? Six hours. Yeah, I got up at three a.m. You know, and then because uh, I didn't, I didn't know that Mr. Nova was going to be on, so I, I wanted to wait. And then also, I, I felt like uh, it would be better to wait until there was a female caller. But it's uh, currently five forty-five, five forty-six. Yeah, six hours ahead over there. You're like a surgeon. You know, being up early. <laughs> There's a lot of people get up early, No, only surgeons. He's also very precise. Uh, with uh, the staff. Uh, the, oh, I'm cutting you off. You're trying to talk. No, no, I was just <laughs> rambling. Do you remember the, the fri- I invited you to go to Australia for the Fringe oh, yeah. Festival to do yeah. stand-up? Yeah, what's going on with that? Well, the venue called and canceled. They said that they're not going to make any money if they do stand-up comedy, but I was like, you don't know about the Dave Hill effect. Clearly. So, Clearly. Uh, whatever. So they, they canceled. So I can fill a basement anywhere on earth. <laughs> a church or, basement. Uh, <laughs> What'd you say? I said I can fill a basement anywhere on earth. I know. I know. You That's set up a few like chairs in a basement, people will come, come a-running. They it's, hear it's very similar to the Nat Towson effect, which is that uh, if, if I do something, uh, upwards of seven of my friends and three strangers will come. So... <laughs> <laughs> but it's, you know, it's a formula. Yeah, it works. it's reliable, though. I could be on the road. I could be here, you know, guaranteed almost 10 people. <laughs> well, that's what, yeah, are you Are you going to do a tour? Yeah, I'm going to tour in 2019. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've, been getting, I've been getting in shape uh, for 14 months to do this, like working out every day, six days a week. And, oh, wow. You know, on a special intermittent fasting diet. And, uh, what are you doing, the kettlebell? I do kettlebells. I do everything. I do like uh, I have six different work. I, I worked out with a trainer for about a year, and he gave me different programs. So I do a different one every day. Oh wow! And I rotate them, and and after that, then I'm, I eat like you know, <clears throat> I'm on intermittent fasting, so I eat only once a day. So I, I have a 22-hour window where I don't eat. Oh man! Yeah, so that's pretty wow. pretty. Is that when you get catatonic? Catatonic. What's the word? Oh, the keto ketosis. Diet? You get ketosis. Yeah. Ketosis. Yeah, you get ketosis. Not ketotonic. <laughs> no, Catatonic. that's um, a ketogenic diet or something. Is that what you're talking mm-hmm. about? The keto diet. Yeah, yeah that's what I meant. Meat and all that, right? Uh, keto is all protein, I think. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, what happened no, with ketogenic diet is you get to a point where you're fat. You be, you you don't use sugar. Like you don't eat carbs, mm-hmm. and you you're so you because carbs turn into glucose, and glucose is sugar. Mm-hmm. And normally you people you 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 fuel yourself on sugar. Whereas what happens when you do a ketogenic diet or a keto and no carb diet is that your your energy comes from your own fat. You start to burn fat, and it's cleaner fat, cleaner energy. So you lose weight, you stay in shape, your brain is sharper, and everything is sharper. So, actually, what do you eat in the morning? I mean, I know you eat nothing, but how come you, your belly doesn't hurt? Because you get used to it. You have when, no hunger pains for 22 hours. Do you, how, no, I don't have no hunger pains. I have nothing. Well, no. you do every day you only eat in a two-hour window? 
I you know the way you actually really should do it. This is because I've been doing it because I really wanted to drop a lot of weight. But the way to do intermittent fasting is actually to skip breakfast, start eating at two o'clock in the afternoon, and then you have a six-hour window where you can eat all your calories. Let's say for a man, it's seventeen hundred calories or whatever. You can eat seventeen hundred calories in a six-hour during six hours. Then after that, you stop eating completely till two o'clock the next day. So that's that's where it would be a good fat. A lot of people are doing this diet. Everybody's pretty much doing it. I mean, a lot of people, like athletes, uh, actors, and things like that. It's making me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just something I just want to. I just want to get in shape. I want to get in the best well, you shape. You look great. Thank you. It's working. Now you look great too. I don't know what your <laughs> secret is. I eat a lot of beans. And, beans uh, until I can't eat anymore, and then I, I go, uh, and then I do it again. But like beans six hours are later. good for you, though. It's true. I've been trying to eat more protein. You mean like like, like black beans black or beans. green beans? Usually black beans. Maybe Actually, red you, you'd be surprised, but I, I I tried to get on that trip of eating red kidney beans. I thought yeah. they were like because they have more, they have a lot of protein. But uh, red, uh, half a cup of red kidney beans has 20 grams of carbs and only five grams of protein so it's like oh mm. man <laughs> yeah that's not great i guess see <laughs> so, yeah, I, I thought i shot myself in the foot what about now. black beans same deal same deal yeah i have mostly he looks like he he's like he's like so many carbs that doesn't need it but i'm i was like really overweight he so. e- eats only gummy bears <laughs> it's his entire <laughs> diet they actually turn to sugar though in your stomach <laughs> it turns out they do they are yeah not a lot of people out. know that. Carbs and gummy bears both turn to sugar. They both. Yeah. If you... Oh, man. I can't believe this. I didn't know this about the red kidney beans. Yeah. I know. I'm, 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 I'm a little bummed to hear that, too, because... No, they, just read the can. I mean, they have all the... I mean, I'm going to forget. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going to st- intentionally forget I heard it. No, I mean, if you, don't, I, if you don't have to be like... Also, that diet. stuff about cigarettes. I'm not going to pretend I didn't hear that either. No, I don't yeah. smoke. Oh, you don't smoke? No. But as we've established, it's not too late to start. It's not too late. <laughs> I mean, and you know, I, I think you should just believe in yourself. I, I think I could do it. I actually don't. I hope there's no teens listening. <laughs> I don't think I could. I mean, I have smoked like in the, uh, in the drunken way where you're like, oh, it's midnight. I've had a bunch of beers. I'll. I'll start smoking for the next fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you never bought a pack or anything. <clears throat> Mm, I have, but but then I just have like two of them, and I give them right, to somebody. Right, okay. Have you figured out what you're gonna do with your son or uh, my you, son? No, uh, I'm with somebody on the oh, line. Oh, with Robert's son. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is another still, trademark of this yeah, show. No, I forget I, I, I people. I, I feel like yeah, I should talk to him obviously and try and express that I don't think it's a good idea but I'm not like you said you can't force him to do anything no the more you tell him no the more he's gonna like do it so well, just show him something like really freaky documentary you know you might yeah, get education the right that's a key Why don't, exactly. isn't the thing to do be like get a pack of smokes and, and start smoking in front of him and be like hey son let's smoke smoke oh, oh, oh yeah cool. it's cool oh yeah, yeah I swear when I used to smoke invite my, all your friends over when, yeah. I, when like, I used to smoke my, my ki- and I started coughing because I used to get the hack my son used to every time I lit up a smoke he used to give me a punch in the stomach you know, he used to like, he was like going, stop, 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 stop. And he never smoked. Yeah, so punch your son in the stomach every time he smokes. That's a good idea. <laughs> punch I would think in the face, but, uh, Again, I think I got the moral of the story. Where Jerry Lewis is trying to quit smoking, and then he's got some uh, service that comes around and punches him in the face every time he's trying to let a movie. Uh, let <laughs> no, I remember that what movie. What movie is that? 
The day the laughter died. Oh, he's in Paris. At every oh, Jerry Lewis is like a celebrity where you are. Oh no, yeah. He's not. yeah. No, he's not. Is that that's an mm. illusion? Over there, who you guys got? You got Tony Parker, it's Jerry Lewis. Uh, who's who's famous over there, right now? Uh, Johnny Holiday, but he passed okay. away. Yeah, yeah, Johnny. Yeah, he was. Uh, I met him one time. I didn't know who he was. Um, I mean, who are the famous people here? I'm just kind of pulling your leg, right? It's, I, I was just commenting on how uh, Parisians seem to love, or French people seem to love Jerry Lewis. Perhaps that phenomenon has faded. I mean, I'm not trying to, you know, contradict you or whatever, but I, I, I never saw one Jerry, Lee, Jerry Lewis movie here in 18 years. Well, maybe so, I have an outdated uh, stereotype. Well, that's maybe like, a long time ago. I think 20 years ago he was. Yeah, he's also not famous anywhere really now. I mean, obviously he's famous <laughs> in some degree, but like he's not putting out movies. You know, he's not he's not uh, increasing his relevance for obvious reasons. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Roger, uh, where in Paris are you? I can't think of who they love here. Ro- Robert. I'm sorry, Robert. No, but it's close. He close enough. Robert. No. <laughs> Wait, yeah, where? Yeah, oh, I know where you are. You're in. Um, oh, I can't remember. The, it starts with a P. Paris. But you're in Pantin? <laughs> no, in Pantin. Yeah, Pantin. It's actually, it's uh, Aubervilliers, it's called. Isn't there uh, like only five areas in, in Paris, like La République and uh, all those places like that? Do you live like in those sections or they don't exist anymore? République exists. La République, yeah. La République. Uh, Wait, isn't Republic? I, I thought there's yeah, like yeah, um, a bunch of uh, what's it called? Arrondissement. The arrondissement. There's yeah, that's, those are not the them everywhere. But like the République is like a big center of boulevards that all come together. So yeah. it's it's the borders of a bunch of different arrondissements. So there are like some very major like areas. Yeah, that La République. They have something else. They have uh, there's like there was five of them or something like that before. Robert, what know. are you close to that we know? What's your address in Paris? Yeah. <laughs> and also, what's the door code? He's playing. I, kn- <laughs> <laughs> I know vaguely. Like Parc, Parc de la Villette, which is where the geode is. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, it's like a big silver ball. Uh, that's, that's, it's in the northeast corner mm-hmm. of Paris. There's a circle around it, and inside the circle are 20 different R&D small, and they go out like, from the center. They go out like a snail. So A nautilus, right? Uh, well, I like that better. I don't, I don't, vocabulary word doesn't make any sense. You're like elevating the program, Matt Towson. <laughs> Glad to be here. And uh, there are five places. I don't know how if there's five or not, but there's Place de la République, Place de la Bastille, which is, you know, the Bastille Day, which is there where they cut off all the royalty's head. Uh, Place, Place de l'Italie. Uh, and... But uh, why do you live? Why do you live in Paris? What happened? What made you that's emigrate? A good, that's a good question. That's normally you got to buy me a beer question. But, oh, okay. Uh, well, if I'm ever over there, I'll, but, you know. I'll take a rain check. Uh, so I came to study comedy dell'arte, and uh, I got here, and that dude was dead, and all of his students were gone from the school, and uh, I, I decided I was already kind of a clown. So was it the Lecoq school? What school? Were you going exactly, to? Jacques Lecoq. That's the one. I knew and, it. Uh, I was. I wanted to do that, but then also I didn't have papers, so I was a dishwasher, and I didn't have the five thousand euros a year it cost to go there. So I just kind of moved here, and 
a year later I made a baby and uh didn't work out with the lady but it worked out with the baby because he's 14 so uh and he smokes like <laughs> yeah he sounds like trouble to be that fair it was a big Old jump baby. cut right I went oh. from zero to 14 and I'm like wow you still clowning Robert but uh we got yeah, we... so I'm just trying to make my way, trying to make sure my kids don't become too French, you know. <laughs> I think you're doing a great job. Don't let them become too American. We need either. to. We, we're almost uh, out of time, so I I need to wrap wrap it up. Well, I thank you so much for for your advice, uh, Mr. Nova, and uh, happy birthday again to Dez and your your. Uh, uh, it's just a pleasure speaking with you, Dave. Oh, likewise. Long. And uh, thanks for thanks for waking up so early in Paris, France. Yeah, I feel like I've gotten a, a big weight off of my chest. Fe- feels good. What? Well, all right, I gotta, I gotta. We have less than a minute left. Thanks. Bonsoir, we'll talk hey. to you again soon, right, Robert. Talk to you all right, next week. All right, you've been listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City, and Rockland County at ninety-one point nine FM, and online worldwide at WFMU. Dot org. Thank you, Nat Towson. Thanks, Dave. We got to get you in here. I'm going to tell you the show's on at eight next time, and we're going to get you here for a full. Um, Aldo Nova, thank you so much. You're welcome. It was a pleasure. And uh, everyone, get the new Aldo Nova album 2.0, which just came out on Friday, and we played a bunch of tracks, and they're great. And we have just a few minutes left, seconds left. Jesse's here. Jesse, what track? Turntable Aldo. If you really want to see me soar like an eagle, <laughs> I'm about to turn to the sea. On turntable like one. an eagle. Here we go. Do it, Dave. I believe in you. <laughs> I can hear the crackle. <laughs>